He's cute, ain't he? Only problem is he's got a little bit of Mississippi leg hound in him. If the mood catches him right, he'll grab your leg and just go to town. <laughs> you don't want him around if you wear his short pants, if you know what I mean. <laughs> a word of warning, though, if he does lay into you, it's best to just let him finish. Please, you're actually standing here in my living room, Eddie. <laughs> Never thought the day would come. Yeah, I'm excited about it, too. Yeah. It's a crying shame the older kids couldn't make it. I'll, I'll get that. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> Let me do it. <sighs> yeah, I got the daughter in the clinic getting cured off the wild turkey. And the older boy, bless his soul, is preparing for his career. College? Carnival. You gotta be proud. Oh, yeah. Yeah, last season he was a picture dust spreader on a Celtic world. He thinks that maybe next year he'll be guessing people's waiter barking for the yak woman. You ever see her? No. Yeah, she's got these big horns growing right out above her ear. Yeah, she's ugly as sin, but a sweet gal and a hell of a good cook. Can I... Big things, big things. We got Slisky business in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah the biz. It. We got to turn Slisky business's mic on. Oh, oh, oh. turn me on. That turn might help. Turn me on there, Michael. <laughs> I'm good at turning you on, man. Oh, Don't yeah. Lie to you, so. Oh, yeah. You think I should start Appaloosa just for Will? Will's just sake? To, you know, we need to we need to keep Will's memory alive. By the way, uh, Will is not with us today. I think this is the first time. It's the first time we ever recorded without Will. I think so. We've done a half. No, Will. He had to leave yeah. earlier. Yeah, I have had to jump in the seat once or twice. Yeah. And for those There's of you who know, breakdowns. Yeah, we have two command stations here. Paul's in charge of pretty much everything, and Will's usually in charge of everything else. And I just sit there and get to look pretty and talk. But today I'm on you command station. You do look pretty. Just, I, you know, yeah, it's a so gift. It's today a gift. I get to look pretty. That's exactly. <laughs> we had to find a suitable replacement, and we the found corner one. booth. He's on the corner spot on the corner. here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm at, I'm at command control with the the weird sound bots. So. Uh, That's Will calling right there. Oh. Is it? Let's get oh. on speaker. Uh oh. Is it going into your? Uh, Will. Hey buddy. Hey buddy. You're on. Going? You're on speaker. We're recording right now. I did earlier, but we're we got we got past it. Oh great! Come on there. Say hi to the people. Yeah. Hey people. <laughs> hi people. Hi people. Schlisky came on bike, huh? and saved the day with his little Schlisky business. Jesus. Oh, Schlisky business is there. Nice. Oh, awesome yeah. working. 
Lawson. No. Who? Lawson. Huh? No, Lawson uh, went fishing. Your only employee, Paul. The only person other than you and Will that would be working. <laughs> who? who are you talking about? <laughs> who? Jake who? That's right, buddy. All right, well, we're just in an intro segment here, so uh, maybe you'll get a call from us later. I don't know. You never know. Hey. Maybe so. Well, I wish all the uh, best ahead. God bless. And uh, You think we're going to be able to do it? Well, I hope. you got Swiss business, so you never know what happens. Good point. Yeah. Could go either way there. Strong point. <laughs> all right, buddy. We'll listen right, to how it goes. All right, see you. Hanging up now. Slisky, get right up into that mic, buddy. I'm trying, Paul. I'm trying. Move that thing a little closer. There we go. I'm not sure exactly what the issue is, but that might be a little better there. Me and Slisky have exact opposite problems. I'm extremely too loud in pretty much every (laughs) circumstance, and Slisky's usually a little too quiet. Yeah, a little soft. (laughs) I'll I'll try and uh, project a little more. Yeah, you can't be around people like me, Slisky. I'll just bury you with my my volume. (laughs) Not intentionally, mind you. I don't want to talk over people. I just do talk over people. My girlfriend reminds me constantly, Mike, you need to, like, quiet down. Like, you're too loud. Other people want to talk. I'm like, shut up. Redhead broad. <laughs> that old redhead broad. Um, well, I'm excited I, to be back. I, I know, know. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Too much time on the road. We had uh, the iCast. And we got to hang out with Suski, though, during uh, oh, yeah. iCast. Yeah. And, and meet the people, you know? It's yeah. like... Uh, we ran into some fans. Oh down my God! At, it was a couple Orlando. nights of interesting scenarios. Yeah, we did. It's, it got weird. I was. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand this, and I guess it depends on who you are and the person that wrote this. I'm kind of like, oh, I don't really take it too seriously. But uh, I was playing around on Instagram the other day on someone's page, and someone, you know, said, uh, "Hey, it's refreshing that I don't see something about." iCast on your Instagram page. I was like, okay, well, whatever. Maybe during that, because it was like three days of iCast, there was a lot of iCast. Yeah, yeah, of course. This other dude got on there and was like, yeah, man, it's just best that you just stick with your friends and people you know and don't get involved in those iCast people. They're just a bunch of egos. Like, dude, that's the The industry show. The iCast people. Like, there's there's an iCast people. I mean, if you're involved in this industry, you go to iCast. You know who's an iCast? Everybody who actually makes a living in this industry. Like, they're all iCast people. I'll tell you later who said that. It's ridiculous. I probably could have a short list in my head. I actually wanted to do a segment today. I, I, sometimes at work I sit down and write down little like uh, ideas for topics. Yeah. One of the topics, and we might do it today, but one of the topics I wanted to bring up was iCast, reality versus social media. Yeah, yeah. Because I noticed that like there's this, like everybody does put their stuff on social media, which they should because you know, a lot of these are businesses. They're trying to promote new products why not, or, or some sort of media uh, blog or, or whatever, a podcast like this one. Um, but... Like sometimes what you see through the filtered lens of Instagram is not exactly how things are at the show. So I, I kind of want to talk about that. That's three guys who were there who saw it on the ground level. Yeah. And can remember about and half we'll of it. We'll get into that. We got the first segment. <laughs> we're going to talk about iCast and uh, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, uh, so. We're also going to talk about the casting for a cure event that I'm going to head to in a couple of weeks. We tried to get Bill on the phone today, but he uh, wasn't able to. He's playing golf. Uh, those Nike guys, you know. I know. I know the Farnums. The far, but uh, we're going to talk to him actually after the event because I want him to kind of spread the word, spread the gospel about casting for a cure. And that brings me to Taylor's Ball, which yeah. we're doing September 22nd. And that's also a fundraiser for casting for a cure as well. And we're doing it at Cooper River Brewing Company Sweet. here in Charleston. Yeah. Off the very northern tip of Dorchester Road, I guess. Not it's, Dorchester Road. Uh, uh, starts with an R. Just with, the tip. Uh, Moses on it. 
Uh, Rutledge. Rutledge. The very north tip of Rutledge. Yeah. yeah Rutledge. It pretty much dead ends. Yeah. It dead ends at this brewery. Have you ever been there? No, but we have a customer at the fly shop whose name is Rutledge, and I oh. thought that was an extremely Charleston <laughs> name. Yeah, it is. So. Yeah. yeah, it's right up there with, so. with it's right up there with Calhoun Vanderhorst. Yeah. Uh, we also got Van, some Vanderhorst, as he likes to be called. Vanderhorst. You know, we've had a few people that really like that guy, which yeah. I hate him. I think he's a douche. But we've had he's my people. family. He's family, and I think he's a douche. We've had so. a few people, you know, fans of the show, like, dude, I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they love him because they hate him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. Uh, we've had a couple people actually call the office wanting to hear and talk to Scoop, and Scoop's actually got on the phone with a couple people. Yeah, like which sucks because that means you got to have Scoop around more. Which, uh, by the way, Scoop's still MIA from iCast, right? Well, no, we've got some audio. Well, I know we have him. audio from iCast, but we haven't seen him since, right? I mean, no, he, I haven't seen him. I haven't laid eyes on him. I mean, we got this. You'll hear the audio, and you'll understand the concern in my voice when you hear the audio of the last time we saw Scoop. I heard he was going to the Everglades looking for gators. He might have, man. I don't know. But well, I got an audio bit of him talking to you, as yeah, a matter of fact. He interviewed you at, the, at one of the uh, parties. Possibly. <laughs> no, not possibly. We've got audio <laughs> proof, son. Uh, okay, yes. yes. <laughs> we also might have a dude stopping by, a new, uh, these pro guys we uh, call pro, pro bros. bros. But this, he calls himself a pro bra. Um, oh, uh, I think his name is Brad, Brad Chipman. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Sounds like that sounds about right. But he wanted to come talk about how many stickers you got at ICAST. Something about how, I don't no. know. Was it, it Chip Bradman or Brad Chipman? It, ooh, I don't. I, you know, I might sure. be getting messed. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. Chip Bradman around. or Brad Chipman? <laughs> it's so hard with those those names like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, are we gonna do Mike's gear review? Are yeah, I mean, review? yeah, we definitely do some gear review. I saw a lot of gear at there uh, at the show. I mean. Um, yeah, I'm happy to talk about gear. <laughs> I don't know that anybody wants to hear it, but I'm happy to talk about it. So it's, it's a good thing we're not actually sponsored by anybody, or else I'd probably have to not do the Mike's Gear, gear Review. <laughs> <laughs> who, would, who would sponsor us anyway? That's what we were talking about. We'll get to it, but we're, we and Paul were talking about a particular thing that I will review. Um, a rod that was released at the show, and yeah, um, well, let's make that the gear review. We'll, yeah, we'll make that the gear. off that. We'll just so those yeah. are all kind of the the but, yeah. sections we've got today. Uh, any kind of just topic news I was kind of looking at uh, some I don't know just every now and then some cool films come out there's been a couple lately uh, I know give a shout out to Frankie Marion he had a, a little bit came out the other day called Waterwolf oh that yeah about the Kudas cool. yeah, yeah was you got all of that and that uh, one, uh, Cosmo, the the Yeti released that film Cosmo that's, that's the other that one and yeah. the uh, Kamchatka yeah uh, I like how the first like five minutes of Cosmo is just some dude hand line fishing out of a boat like like that's was that the Seychelles yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, okay. Seychelles. Um, I do love, like, you know, it's. I, I have mixed feelings about Seychelles. Like, I, I love the fact that that place exists. I just hate that it exists as like a playground for the the super rich people. Like, <laughs> I don't. That bothers me. I don't have. Though. I don't have any like uh, bad feelings about handlining though. No, hand no, handlining like next like, level. I've never done. Have you seen oh, those? You did a shark, didn't you? Handline Dude. sharks, and it was. I've known thing I've done. I've known some Bahamians in my life, a lot of Bahamians in my life, um, and and the old dudes, the old fishing guys that used to hang out around this old guy Elmer that we used to that lived on the island we were uh, when I was a kid. Their hands, man. I mean, that's how they made a living. They oh, went yeah, out yeah. handline fish for a living, snappers, groupers, whatever. 
And dude, their hands, like you, I mean, my dad was a working man. Like I, I know working man hands. I've never like these things were like roughed up concrete. And these guys were ballers, no gloves, just hand lining like all day, every day. Ugh. Dude, I, that's man sport is what that is. <laughs> man sport. Like he don't play around. Well, so. um, the other day, Will and I headed down to Savannah to to see old Ben Austin and. Uh, just to go hang out and talk to him about some stuff, and then he was like, "You boys want to go catch some jacks?" I saw the picture. Of the, was you? Were you on the boat when well, you we were going down there anyway? So we didn't really kind of plan too much around it. But uh, so Ben got up first, and we found this school. Of, I don't know, probably a hundred jacks, and I, I wanted to go last because I wanted to get some cool drone footage. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I did. We caught one. I don't know. Fought it for a while, and then got up for this. Will was up next. Got it up there. That hero yeah. shot of him, that's like a 20 pound uh, jack. Was, that's we, a stud jack. 25 to 30. I mean, it was whatever yeah, it was. I mean, I either way, it was it was north of 20. I give yeah. it that all day. I don't know about 30, but it's definitely north yeah. of 20. That was yeah. a big jack. Totally. On fly? I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming. Everglades anyway. special. There you go. We tried the popper a few times. This wasn't just, having yeah. it. And uh, fought it. Then Will gets up there. We see a school. Kind of go up to it, put her up to it, and it just disappears. So that was the end of it. That yeah. la- I mean, it lasts like an hour. That type, yeah, that fishing's a, it's a window game, man. Yeah. Like they're up and moving for a little short period, and then they're they're still there. They're just not you're not gonna see them. Yep. So, uh, what else we got? Um, I I tapped into the Roku Roku world. I'm internet. T- yeah. I'm still cable I, I a talk, little bit. I talked him into it. We were at Best Buy the other day, and I was. He's like, so, so what's to do about this Roku? And so like, because we have Roku at my house, and I was like, well, you know. And so I kind of. Next thing I know, I go to Paul's house Saturday night. He's, I'm, he's like, you get the Roku. I'm like, you did it. You did it. You went. You yeah. dove in feet yeah. first. And I did it mainly because like we like cable. We're still gonna keep cable for a while, but I'm always having to attach my computer to get Netflix yeah, and watch right. MLB it's such a Network. Pain in the ass, man. So, not anyway. anymore. I was able to actually now. find uh, NBC channel on yeah. my Roku yeah. for sports to watch uh, the sports. Super Bowl for free on my Roku this year. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty rare. Well, like you can get uh, like my digital antenna, like it's twenty bucks at Walmart, like a digital antenna that you play yeah, yeah. and and I get ABC, NBC, CBS, all those like right, local right. channels, and the, of course Super Bowl is on there. The problem with that is it's an antenna, so like occasionally yeah. you get the weird blotchy. So right. if I could find an uh, internet streaming you, side of that, yeah, that would be way much better. Yeah. Way better. Mm-hmm. I mean, the digital gets us HD quality. It's just every once in a while, depending on the day, like it gets yeah. that weird like uh, right, right. schedule. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, it's like somebody's head like separates in half and it freezes for about two seconds and then it goes back together. You know, like, <laughs> it's weird. Well, uh, remember when internet porn used to oh god, like, so oh, yeah. and it like always seemed, it always seems to stutter like right Moore. above the nipples. Like, <laughs> like it would get down to cleavage, and then it would like just freeze. Yeah, and then your or your mom would get a phone call, and you'd be like, "Mom, I'm on the computer." And hey, you'd save your picture. <laughs> You've got mail. <laughs> Yeah, we we, uh, we would net just, zero. We would days. cash all our pictures in college. Like, uh, and I had the only had computer. To. I had three, two roommates, three of us. I had the only computer. So, whenever I was at class, I'd come back and check my check the folder and see if there's <laughs> any new ones in there. Well, but you think about it like that. That was that was the only way everybody had to do everything. So, like, I mean, like if Napster was never invented, let's say, and Napster just showed up today, it would never become a thing. 
because you can stream music so fast. Right. right. There's no point to download it and save it. Like nobody yeah. does that anymore. You just stream music straight from your phone or yeah. straight from whatever device. So like you know, but back in those days, the only way to really store any large quantities of things was to take the time to actually download it and store it on your hard drive. Like I remember people building computers. My buddies building computers with like six hard drives in them just because they wanted to like save everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, and now it's like unless you're a professional photographer or a music actual musician who needs to store a bunch of shit. You don't have extra hard drives because <laughs> you just live stream everything. Yeah, the internet's yeah. so fast. We're just we're spoiled, man. I hear you, buddy. I yeah. hear you. It's crazy. Just goes out there somewhere. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know cloud. how any of it works at all. None of us <laughs> do. At all. No one does. If if the world melted down and it was just us three left, I might be able to put together the sewage system. I might be able to figure out some levers and pumps. I might be able to figure out some power. <laughs> some I levers. would never figure out technology. Like as far as anything past, maybe just some basic power, like the one light bulb on a string hanging. Like there would be nothing else running on this planet because I have no idea how any of that bits and bytes and ones and o's works. It'd be lost you to the annals of time. You don't need it. At that point, you don't need <laughs> At it. that point, yeah. Who am I going to talk to? <laughs> need to know how to grow a garden. Yeah, I know how to do that. Before we're done with our first little intro here in a while, in a few weeks, um, I just wanted to connect the whole Taylor's Ball to the Bad Fish Taylor's Cup. We did have a lot of people asking questions about that. Yeah, so, so yeah. and we did all plan it together. So it's we're not all doing the same thing, but the whole idea was let's do the Taylor's Ball which is around good tides. Yeah. Taylor's Cup is around good tides because it's a fishing tournament. So the whole idea is, hey, get to town Thursday, hang out with us Thursday night, pre-fish the tournament Friday, go to the captain's meeting Friday night at Home Team Barbecue downtown. Nice. That's where they're going to do their little event. You fish Saturday, then they're having an event Saturday night. I don't know where that is. But Taylor's Ball, we're doing a bunch of raffles, uh, giving some stuff away, having a band. I think we're having, uh, we're trying to get some Sunflowers and Sin Ooh. So that's the plan for that. Uh, but other than that, Cooper River Brewery six thirty, and I think they're doing their thing Friday night at home team at like seven. Well, some players is that those two little girls? That the, duo, ladies. yeah, they're they're legit. Yeah, and two little ladies that can that can play. Son. Yeah, like, they're good. A little acoustic duo. I didn't even know there was a home team downtown. Yeah, they opened it up. Well, us. it's it's awesome. Yeah. It's huge. But honestly, you can't replace the West Ashley home team. Hey. Like for the good just neighborhood bar feel. It's the place to be, man. Yeah, I mean, Sullivan's put, Island ain't bad either, too. It yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's just, just the crowds, crowded, man. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly the problem with downtown. Downtown's a beautiful place. It's got a big outdoor area. It's a huge bar. I mean, a huge bar. And, I mean, it's ton, It's nice. It's got the same food, same drinks. The people, yeah, yeah. The, the people that work there are really nice. It's a great place. But, damn. Right. I mean, like, your elbows to asses in there. I mean, there's just nowhere to move, which... It's great for them. I mean, ain't no place like West Ashley. No, you go to West Ashley and there's just one dude asleep at the end of the bar. Like, that's it. It's one of the few places where like there for lunch today. I'm one of those people that doesn't like to eat at a restaurant alone. I really don't enjoy going to a bar alone that much unless I just really need a beer. But that's a that's a place I have no qualms about just walking in at two in the afternoon, sitting down, ordering a bar a beer. At the bar and just sitting there for yeah, three yeah. hours drinking beer. You're never alone. And no, yeah. And I people mean, people are friendly. People are friendly. It's <laughs> it's it's a neighborhood bar, which you just can't topple well, that in my book, man. To, to your point, I left today to lunch at like 11:30. I said to Lawson, "I'm going to get a home team, man. You're welcome to come with me." Yeah. And he goes, "Well, you know, I don't like to see you sitting alone in there." I'm like, "Well, I'm fine with sitting alone." Actually, I'm there. Kind of prefer it sometimes. <laughs> so we pull in, and you know, Reed. Yeah. He's in a car with someone, and he kind of waves to me, like looking all excited, like a little schoolboy. So I come in there. I go, Rich. I go, Rich. Where was Reed going? He looked real excited. He goes, "They're about to hit the la- drive to Atlanta for Guns and Roses." Oh yes. my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, well, now that Axel's the lead singer for for uh, ACDC, is Guns N' Roses still? Is he still touring with them too? Yeah, or? I mean, it's Guns N' Roses original style. Oh, Does wow. he still have cornrows? I don't know. Oh god, with the Raiders jersey and the cornrows, was that like MTV best. Music Awards, like back in was it? Yeah, when, Bucket, when Buckethead was with him, I, um, I would pay any amount of money <laughs> to see him with cornrows. If he doesn't have them, I. Well, he's like, and he's like all fat now. What if like, he just has like a dude. Yeah. He, used, he looks like a he looks like a recovered heroin addict, like a true recovered heroin addict. He packed on like fifty pounds, like you know. What if he just has a dude haircut, like just like this, like yeah, you know, dude. it's so weird, you know. Just comes <laughs> like out. He finally cleaned up. What if he comes out in a flood tide T-shirt and just stands up there? Welcome to the jungle. All right, you ready for first commercial break? Yeah, let's sure. do the first commercial break. All right, let's let him have it. Hello there, Flood Tide fans. This is your favorite worldwide celebrity fisherman, Richard Queso, and I'm here to talk to you about a serious problem every man and lady man will face at some point in their lives. We all have that beloved pair of jeans hanging somewhere in the back of the closet. You know the pair. They fit like a glove, and you can turn some heads at the bar, but they manage to collect one too many stains or tears to be let out of the house anymore. But you just can't seem to part with your old friends, now can you? I mean, how could you part with history like that? Throw it away like some crazy psycho ex-girlfriend or something. Well, Queso Corp and the Flood Tide Company have teamed up to solve this age-old problem with our new Jeans to Jorts initiative. Please go to the Belly Live Sessions Facebook page, fill out the form, send us your trusty old friends along with a $25 check, and we will send you a brand new one-of-a-kind pair of Flood Tide Jorts. You will also receive 20% off of your next Flood Tide Co. order. So please, help stop the wanton destruction of good denim. Call us today and get your jorts now. Shipping and handling included. Anything that Richard Queso says, Flood Tide Company is not liable. game and he'll turn into a little boy. But don't worry, he'll be grown up enough to share it. First single name star, like we didn't have to say it, two names. Like the first, just Elvis. Elvis. 
Do y'all remember Tiny Elvis on Saturday Night Live? I'm Tiny Elvis. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'd hang out on the dashboard of the car. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, man. Uh, that's, uh, that that's was huge. <laughs> oh, I like that. I do. Old Bill Clinton's coming in here in a little bit. Uh, old Bill Clinton gave a speech last night. I don't know if he you did. saw it. Yeah, he, he did. That pizza. <laughs> you know who it is. Me and my buddies do this, like, um, we had all these, like, ideas. This is before the internet age where you could just make a radio show out of nowhere. We had these ideas for, like, things that would be funny. And one of the things we kept thinking was, like, just a prank call somebody in the middle of the night and just do Bill Clinton's voice. <laughs> and, like, they'd be like, like, hello. You know, be like, two more, like, hello there. I'm like, who is this? You know who it is. <laughs> Wake up, America. We're cooking biscuits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, like, it was like, you know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, they like that, Michael. They did, I guess they did. That's back when times were simpler. Times were simple. It's <laughs> good, clean living back then. Uh, no. Just prank calling. Just, God, just the just, average prank call. Just uh-huh. spend the night with buddies and do prank calls. Oh yeah, man. Little doorbell ditching. Oh yeah. Little little brown paper bag on fire on the porch. Why not? They put the poo on the porch yeah, again. Yeah, why not? You know the one I did once and never did again, and it didn't cause any harm. Nothing happened, but. The deal where you put like a stuffed animal across the road and yank it, but as the car's going by with like oh, nice. fishing line. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. Like, that could cause all kinds of bad things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The worst I ever, like, really, I got into sign stealing at one point. Like, it was big. I was big into jacking some signs. Huh. Like uh, traffic signs? Yeah. Well, anything that looked like an opportunity. So, like, I, like, you know, there's like this. Opportunity. I stole a sign, one of those neighborhood watch signs. You know, this area observed by neighborhood watch. I jacked one of those. I was like, you're not watching real close, are you? Yeah. And then, um, you proved a point, Mike. I ran into a dude's front yard. His front door was open. I could see him sitting in his Lazy Boy watching TV. It was like 2 in the morning, and I, I wasn't even drunk or anything. I was just a teenager out doing bad things. And I like, ran into his yard, and like he had one of those CPI security little stake signs. You know? Yeah, yeah. Jacked that like while looking at him, you know, and like, <laughs> took off. And then um, went to our high school. We knew a, a secret way into the football field. There was like, a hole in the fence if you knew where you were going. And snuck in and planted on the 50-yard line, like, you know, like, right, just because we could. Yeah. It's like, it wasn't even anything big. It was just like, hey, I'm here, and I'm not supposed to be here. I've never really had a big <laughs> desire to steal signs, but there's a cool intersection here, not too far from here in Charleston, uh, where you guys, y'all Bamboo and live. Winston. Winston and Bamboo. And oh, my buddy yeah. Danny lives right down yeah. the street. Isn't that close to where we live? It's like, no, yeah, it's, yeah, dude, that's, yeah. that's half if a block If I was going to steal a sign, that's yeah. what I would steal is the yeah, Winston it's, and, it's, and it's, yeah. streets. You know, you almost just kind of want like a... Like, you don't even really want the sign. Like, cause what do you do with that sign? Because it's a full-size... I kind of just, just want a nice picture, like, like framed up or something. Memorial of Glenn Bracken. <laughs> and just, like, strap it to the sign. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And I just make multiples so that when they keep tearing them off, you just keep going back and putting right. a new one on every other Maybe month. Maybe I'll just steal one of these wooden cutout, like, homeless signs that they're putting all around <laughs> yeah. town. Yeah. And, like... Make it look like Glenn Brackett and like <laughs> strap it to that stop sign. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I found yeah. an intersection one time in Greenville. Uh, it was Van Zant and Earl. Oh, and Steve like Earl. that. Like, they were best buds. Wow. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. That something's up with that. It has That's to be. Good. Well, the thing is, like you know, you see those, and and people like, and especially in residential areas, you get to name your own street if you're the controlling partner on the street. Like so, sure, sure. Like when we moved into our our house, we were the largest lot on that street, so we actually had the rights to the street. So. Like when we moved in, we could have changed the name of our street. We didn't. We just left it whatever it was Clark's Avenue. Or whatever. We just left it alone. But like, so the people that live in these neighborhoods get a chance to name their own streets. So you wonder if there was some like just like because however old that neighborhood that some old neighborhood was built in the fifties and sixties. 
Yeah, I mean, neighborhood was from the 50s and 60s. Yeah, like, what yeah. if there's some just old baller fly guy that built Dude. that neighborhood and was like, this is Winston and Bamboo. <laughs> I know I Winston mean, Bamboo has been around since oh, then. Oh, God, it's been around before, way before so. that, yeah. That's like, it's cool <laughs> to think awesome. about that kind of yeah, shit. Like yeah, the, I hadn't thought that. That maybe that. it That's didn't happen point. by accident. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So the people out there are probably tired and sick of us. Most people say sick and tired. <laughs> sick I and say sick. Tired, tired and sick. sick. Yeah, I get you. I was yeah. talking about ICAST, but we got to do a little recap of it. Um, yeah. yeah. We, you know, it's work, but it's fun. I love seeing everyone. It's You know, you see like 20 of your favorite people that you literally probably see one time a year, and it's those three yeah. days at ICAST. Yeah. So it's eight hours of work all day, but at night it's, it's just a good it, – it's kind of like that whole college lifestyle again. You just never know <laughs> who you're going to see, where you're going to see them. It's a lot of fun. And I think we should start off with the scoop audio, though. Yeah. Yeah. Set a little mood here. And to be All fair, right. we also All we're right. not joking. We haven't seen Scoop since this audio was recorded. We recorded this that audio Thursday night. This was Thursday night at the uh, Arena's Bar, um, post uh, Yeti party. Yep. That we tried to. Oh, no, 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 no. This was post Costa party. Yeti party was the night before. The right, two parties right, we could right. not. Get yeah, to. we just post didn't, both. Post, yeah, post and post. Well, but we didn't even try the. <laughs> the thing is, we tried the Yeti party. We could not even get in. It was so many freaking people there. I couldn't even. Worth fi- it. I couldn't even find the door. We found it. it wasn't well, worth it. Wasn't worth it. Like, like free beer is not worth it. So we went across the. There was like a. I what do you call that? Like a causeway. Like it was sure. A Let's go yeah. with it. We went across that and just sat at a regular bar and had plenty of room and drank when our own beer. When you choose to pay five dollars of a free beer, that means the party was not worth going into. Like exactly. You, you just and they're even giving away the little Yeti koozies. Oh yeah, the tumbler. Yeah, koozies. Yeah. If man. you order a drink, you would get it in a, a yeah. thingy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but but then but after that night, we didn't really go anywhere. But the night uh, that the coast party was supposed to happen, we were also invited to coast party. We declined by just going straight to arenas. Well, we were going to go to Whirly Ball first. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sitting at the Mexican There's, restaurant. No, no, no. That was a different night. That was Friday night. Friday night was Whirly Ball night. No. Yeah, it was. You're I, right. I'm absolutely right. Yeah, we, yeah okay. Oh, we there's no, there's the no doubt in these eyes. Like, <laughs> Jake, that was Jake, the, Jake snake. the Snake. Well, that's a whole other story. We're, we're getting yeah. off traffic here. Okay. Let's let's start off with... So, uh, this Thursday night at Arena so Sports Bar. This first one is Steve Duda with Flyfish Journal. Scoop runs into Steve, and I guess... I think Scoop's a big fan of the Flyfish Journal. So he, I think he was trying to do interviews is what he was trying to do. Yeah, okay. Here's what you get. Scoop guy, and I'm right here in the arena bar, and with Steve Duda and Flyfish Journal. Steve, tell me what's going on. It's like if you're not rubbing paint, you ain't racing. Is that how you guys say it? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I do not know. <laughs> Steve, you own a magazine. <laughs> I do. <laughs> if you ain't rubbing paint, you ain't racing. True, true. So that's no good. You're, they can't use that. Old Miss just scored a touchdown. <laughs> By the way, in July. It's July. It's always football season. Sheep, scoop down here. Give me an update on the local biker game going on right now. I think it's Alabama, it's Ole Miss, and look at that boy run. Look at him run. Well, I'm asking, I'm asking you about the poker game. I'm betting on the fat woman. <laughs> the fat, well, it's about the chip count. You know how it is, and you got to do the math. You got to get down and get to it, and you got to read the other players. You got to know what they're thinking. Incredibly insightful. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> 
right, so that was the first sound bit. Which, which by the way, I, I like. We met Steve Duda and uh, what was it, Cop Cop Copy Copy Copy. Um, these guys are Flawfish Journal and they do an amazing magazine. They're awesome guys. Like we really really enjoy these guys. We never, I personally never met them before. I don't know if Paul or you guys have known them, but. Um, so they found out, you know, they came over and they were big fans of the show, which was weird because I didn't think anybody was a big fan of the we show. We saw seven people. Yeah. Listening. yeah, I'm pretty sure seven people just keep clicking the same button. Um, but it, like that, that was my favorite part of the thing is when he, he does the like, if it's rubbing, it's raising. Is that how you say that? Because about halfway through that night, the same night, we're all hanging out and, and me and Duda are talking. And I say something like, you know, you other Southerners will, will recognize that we say Southernisms, you know, little things like. You know, uh, she ain't the prettiest girl at prom, but she'll dance. Or I was nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. You know, those, I call those southernisms. You know, and those are just little things you say. Or Mikeisms. Or whatever. And so I said the one about the she ain't the prettiest girl at the prom, but she'll dance about something. And homeboy pulls out a notepad, <laughs> a literal like reporter's little ringed on top notepad. And he starts right now. Goes wait, wait, wait. Prettiest girl at the prom, but she'll. I'm like, he goes, is that right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I love that dude though. He That's cracks me. Yeah. It was yeah. so fun. And I mean, he was as drunk as I was, and I don't know where the notepad it's, came from, but he had it, dude. dude he was like always good hanging out with it, dude. <laughs> he's so like real fun. life Santa. Oh, he's you so know? much fun, man. It's like hanging he's out with smiling. Santa. Just oh, yeah. super positive guy. Like dude, super. And I mean, he does an amazing job with that magazine oh. as well. I mean, so it's, I feel like I need to paint the picture of this bar. So uh, you walk in, yeah. video games on the left. She's a standard looking bar in front of you, and on the right, it looks like a cafeteria. Like mm-hmm. there's all these tables, like four rows of tables and chairs, and you're. It's kind of weird at first. You're like, this is, it's kind of really strange. Feels like an old folks. You can smoke yeah. inside. Yeah, like a yeah, smoke inside. Game section. Yes, totally. Yeah. There's a ping pong table on the right. Like three so pool, three pool tables over there. It, it just kind of picks up momentum, and all of a sudden it just feels like home. But in the corner, there's a poker table going on with a poker game. There were two poker about tables. About twelve. Mm-hmm. Senior, I would call them almost senior citizens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely senior citizens. Well, it's Florida. Yeah. (laughs) They're absolutely senior citizens. (laughs) Yeah. And And they're playing poker. Oh, yeah. You can smoke in this bar. Yeah. And... Every single person in there is taking advantage oh of my that God. fact. <laughs> I, I lost my voice after day two. Like, literally could not talk. When I got home, it took me two days to talk. That is probably the reason, because it was a smoker. Yeah. I, well, because like, if you're not. Two, two packs of cigarettes easy, in, like, four hours. Easy. I mean, and you can buy cigarettes at the bar, which is even worse, because you already have a tab open at the bar. Yeah, you I mean, never have to go outside. Well, and that, and that night like, that, this, that all this scoop stuff you're going to hear, all, that night that it happened, there was no planned party. Like, we went there because we just didn't want to yeah. deal with the coast party. Buy a hotel, too. And it was like eight of us. And then it was like us, the Slitskis, the Scoff Boys, and that was about it. And then just slowly, four, five, you know, groups of four and five and six. for like four hours. <laughs> Your wife said bye to me at least seven times over the course of about four hours. And then she'd turn around and she'd see you just pouring a new beer out of a pitcher. She'd go, son of a bitch. <laughs> No, I, she I, was so tired. She just wanted to leave. And well, time, was like, oh, I'll just get one more. Every time Sissy would say bye, you know, five and a hug yeah. and say bye to Kara and then start talking to someone else. I'd walk to the door uh, and, and then, then I'd, here comes like ten more people. That I can't leave until yeah. I say hi to you. Well, I wouldn't do it until 15 minutes later. I'd still see Sissy. I was like, Okay. Yeah. So by the end of the night, there's 50 of us in yeah. this group at least. Oh, oh. I'm not exaggerating that number. There's 50 of us. And I mean. And we're, I'm not even going to get, like, not name dropping it, but there's a lot of people, like, in the industry, people that are, that we don't get to see all the time, people we want to see. And so you're not going anywhere. I mean, this is the best party in the industry right now as far as fly fishing is concerned. And we were doing 
I mean, a lot. I mean, there were full-grown men rubbing nipples together. There was definitely some illegal substances being inhaled uh, in, in various places in the room. And, I mean, this hell was breaking loose in this corner beside the senior citizens, you know, poker game. Poker game. And the only thing that the staff ever asked us at all, the only comment ever made to anybody in that group raising that much hell in a public place was, hey, would you like another pitcher of beer? Yeah. <laughs> not a, not a bum oh, in dude. the program. They didn't give like, two. They were like, we love. Like, yeah. the next night we went back and the girl was like, oh, you guys were here last night. Y'all were crazy. She just, we love y'all. Y'all were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, we about burned this place to the right, ground. Right. Any other place, like, <laughs> oh, not have handled no. that We would have been on our but, asses, like, and, ten minutes into that. And Jake, if you're listening, I was particularly proud of skunking you in ping pong. Uh, well, that was a different night. But we, we're going to talk about that because I think you need to publicly address the situation that, that happened with jake all right let's get back to scoop and uh matt this might be with you buddy oh okay all right that's right paul i'm here live and i can't see a reader bar i've tried down my slitsky at big farm inc matt matt you've had a tremendous day i just want to get some comments real quick i don't want to hold you up tell us about the tremendous day here at iCast. go ahead matt uh, and Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Go ahead, Matt. It's un- and this has been a incredible challenge. But go ahead, Matt. That's right. It was unbelievable. We, uh, you know. Yeah, I totally agree, Matt. Unbelievable. Thank you. And tell us a little bit more about Big Farm Inc. That's right. Yeah. We, you know, we're into, you know, building all the community bad tattoos and dick chickens. I couldn't agree more, Matt. Thank you so much for joining us. We are really big fans. Pigfarming.com. Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt, in closing, do you have any additional comments? Uh, scoff's all about partying. <laughs> yes, thank you, Matt. Matt, I want to thank you, and I want to thank everybody that came here. Oh, my God. Back to you, Paul. It's just so crazy here at ICAST. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, Thanks, Scoop. Uh, I think Scoop might have been a few beers in at the point. I mean, I'm just guessing. Oh my God, he's he he sounds like he's rock bottom. He, <laughs> he, in this next interview, he kind of gets rock bottom actually. Well, and this is why yeah. I'm worried about him. I and mean, we haven't seen the dude since this. This is our last recorded evidence that well, he's, he's even from alive. Orlando originally. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, right. he might, but that just that's worse. He knows some dark places. I'm that's sure. That's what I'm thinking. He just fell into old patterns. Yeah, I mean, that's it, what it, well something happened because I've never seen a scoop I, like I that. I mean, that. the dude lives in a camper behind the office, and I still wouldn't have expected this kind of behavior out of him. I mean, yeah, he got after it, man. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. Let's listen to this. This next one's with Kopi from Flyfish. Oh, Kopi. The quietest dude ever. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Oh, Lord. All right. Ready. Bow! Bow! I'm having a very difficult time hearing you. I'm just going to go ahead and cut in. FF Kopi. Kopi, what's your last name? I can't pronounce it. Wait. Can you repeat the question? What is your last name? Oh, Voida. Kirby Voida from the Flyfish Channel. Kirby, tell us a little bit about the company you work for and what you guys do. We're huge fans. Sometimes my last name is also known as Vajta. My God, that is amazing. <laughs> oh, the fly fishing world. I just want to go back. So I just want to make sure you guys got that in the studio. Paul, did you hear that? We, we did. We did. We got it. This is live? This is barely live. <laughs> Wait, so like everybody can hear me right now? Everybody that has an iPhone 4 
and you're finished. So tell us more about Fly Fish Journal Company. Uh, <coughs> you guys know. Outstanding, outstanding, just amazing riding and amazing personalities. I really see why you have the following you have today. Paul, we're gonna send it back to you. This has been incredibly insightful for all the people here at iCast. I'm sorry I've had a little too much to drink. My wife left me six months ago. <laughs> My kids barely have enough to go to public school. I am working. My, my children are clothed by my Umbro Pro Deal account. They have to wear Umbro shorts on the tops and the bottoms. It's horrible. But back to you. We just want to thank everybody. Back to you, Paul. Oh, no, All right. This is well, scary. Oh my God, scary stuff. I mean, he always talks about <laughs> he's descendants of like the Rockefellers and stuff. I, I, know, I, I hadn't mean, heard the end of that, um, you know, interview. <laughs> but we may have to try and call Scoop and. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm worried about y'all. Have reached out to him uh, or maybe not? We could call him. We could. We could. We like, could call I'm, him. I'm a little bit concerned <laughs> after hearing that and then not talking to him. Yeah, so it's, it's, I, I think but, maybe we've yeah, tried well, to reach him, but see if we can't get him on the During the break, maybe we'll. We'll see if we'll we, see can, we can get a hold of him. Them. And if we can get a hold of him, we'll put him on live so that all you guys know that he's okay, too. We don't want to... We don't want anybody sitting there. Oh, that last one, though, you just feel bad. I don't, well, you know, and I want everybody to know, like, you think he's screaming, at, you know, in these interviews. That's how everybody was talking because it was so loud. Oh, Everywhere you went was so loud. Like, I woke up every morning unable to speak for two hours, which I'm a talker. I'm used to talking a lot. And I'm used to smoking a few cigarettes here and there while talking a lot. I literally lost my voice for days. I mean, you were just screaming all the time because it's constantly other people screaming beside you that you had to out-scream in order to have a conversation about what you had for lunch with the guy beside you. If you know? I have a worse morning than Friday morning Ugh. of iCast this year, uh, it's just all over. Well, that was the morning because after. That, that yeah. shit was unbelievably horrible. It was oh. like 100 degrees by the time I got out of my fucking hotel oh. room. Sorry. No, that's hey, it's okay. You're good. You're good. You're good. It happens. This is an adult program. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> no, it it is. It is. Uh, we try to keep it clean, but we always we try to harness it. it, but we let them fly every hey, now and then. You gotta let it fly. The best is like when I'll have like some mother will send a picture of their their 13 year old son. He's tying flies and yeah. listening to your podcast. We're like, please turn it off right now. That might be bad. Please turn it off. Please tell me what episode you're on, and I'll tell you where to kill it. We have a number one blue ribbon customer at the fly shop, and he's 14. And oh. he's, like, the oh, best, dude. Is it bad uh, tires? Yeah. The tires? Uh, Backcountry anyway. tire. He came in today, and I was um, playing Lone Clear, um, JT's film. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's, like... I mean, there's a part where it's just all cuss words mm -hmm. for like oh, yeah. five minutes. Yeah. And I was just praying like, because he comes in with his dad, you know, and yeah. I'm like, God, I hope that part doesn't come up while they're in here, you yeah. know, winding up his new hatch reel. And I'm like, yeah. but anyway, Stay well, yeah, we, old JT came by the flood tide booth. Um, yeah. Yeah. Over there. He's super, super nice guy. I yeah, never met him before. He was really, really nice. I hadn't either. Um, he really wanted to talk yeah. to Paul because they're from Texas. You know how that goes. Right, right. Texas people in <laughs> freaking Texas. Uh -huh. But I did. I did get to say, "Hey, and my name's Mike." You know, but that was about it. Yeah, uh, super lucky. Hey, dude. Paul. I don't know if I ever asked you this, but do you know why Oklahoma has a panhandle? Oh Lord, here we Texas go. Texas sucks. <laughs> so Colorado didn't touch Texas. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I've always heard the. Oh. Do you know why Oklahoma is so windy? No, why Texas is so uh, oh, windy? Because yeah, yeah. Oklahoma sucks. Uh, yeah. Well, I like that. That, that is when I said Colorado can't touch Texas. Did one of the ninety percent of people that own Colorado make that up, or is that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, the the windy one I heard was uh, why is it so windy in Wyoming? And it's because uh, Nebraska sucks and Utah blows. There you go. Oh, you know. huh? see, that's even that's better. Get it from both ends. Getting creative. Both ends. Uh, well, so we did some scoop audio for my cast. That's me scratch my chin. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, scary, if nothing else. But that I, honestly, I have to say, uh, of all the all the parties that I, I was able to go to this year and have gone to in past years uh, at the iCast show, Thursday night's impromptu arena session. Was quite possibly yeah. the best, and I can say gathering that, of people that I've seen in a while. Like it was all the people you wanted to be there, right? With all the people that you didn't want to be there somewhere else. Like there was a big party over in the corner where all the 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 pro bros were all attracted to, and it let everybody else slip off into their like own little the, dark uh, hole of we don't want to be there. Right. The <laughs> juxtaposition of it all, you know, it's like uh, these guys who are doing this great fly fishing magazine. It's this classic weird thing. And they're these long-haired dudes from Seattle, yeah. And they just stand out like a sore thumb. But and then the, you got the, the pig stuff, farm boys you know. and the geofish boys and the. Yeah. I mean, you had the Diablo kayak boys from Texas. Hey. We oh, had. I mean, man. it was just a weird group. And then you had even a couple of reps that we won't mention names of that filtered in and tried not to be seen because they had business to attend to the next and day. Like it was one of those things where it was just like there was a really nice mix of people that would never, under other circumstances, ever really be in the same room together. Uh-huh. And, 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 and Beard from uh, Red Beard from Australia buying me rum drinks, which I was cursing his name for like 24 hours yeah. after that. I mean, I cornered Chris Owens and we talked about bow hunting and killing animals for like at least three hours. I yeah. don't even know how long it was. It was weird. And I mean, it, but that's the thing. Like, it just you threw all these people in this pot that have never even been in it's the same a room together. Of worldwide fly fishing at one point in time in the worst spot of in america oh, exactly <laughs> and it worked out beautifully man like everybody it it stirred up the Every pot time. and it came out just like Every a time. beautiful hot mess it was gorgeous it was gorgeous i, I really enjoyed it so you can keep your fancy t- yeti party and your fancy costa party and all them big million dollar parties you guys throw with your speaking fanciness. of that with that big name those big names it's amazing to me we do a lot of, a little 10 by 10 booth yeah those booths are ridiculous. Like, Costa sets up a house. It's a two-story tree house, literally. Yeah. Like, a wooden tree house. I mean, that, that, after... You could live in... Like, I could live in that booth. Like, a, a little furniture here and there. Like, maybe an AC oh, yeah. unit. You could live in Costa's booth. I mean, it's that Absolutely. sturdy of a structure. And it's bigger than my house. It, it's It's huge. It's and crazy. realistically, I think I've seen that for three years now. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to not use it again in the next couple of years and come out with something better. You know? They'll be like, man, mm-hmm. we got to get something oh, new Oh, yeah, and that's fresh. three years old. Dude. But yeah. I honestly would say they that... they come out with that next year, people are just going to yeah. laugh at it. But at the same time, I honestly would say, like, I did notice from... I skipped a year at ICAST. Like, I'd been pretty much every year uh, up until the last year, and I didn't go um, for, you know, whatever reasons. But the... Uh, this, the booths were actually scaled down. I mean, some of these booths used to go freaking nuts, man. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, they were kind of scaled down. Some of, yeah, they were a little more muted. I mean, Hardy did have a Jaguar SUV parked in there, right, uh, right. in their booth. But I mean, for the most part, most of the booths were really kind of like muted. Like, I mean, not in a bad way. Like, I think it's fine. Like, you're just trying to sell stuff like to, to industry people. You don't really yeah, need yeah. to 
put on a circus show. And a few of them did put on the circus show, but overall, like I, I have seen years where it was crazier, you know, as far yeah, as you like, see, like the, Sage is like a castle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they just had and Sage had like a double size, like normal size booth, like right. what we no have. No one really went over the top. They had like a like a big rod rack. All Sage had like yeah, maybe yeah. like a cool picture behind it. I mean, it was really pretty. We simple. always get there on Tuesday. I'd actually <laughs> like to go there Monday and just see how all that crap is Gets put built. up and made. Yeah, except that you'd never be able to do anything other than like try to get out of the way all the forklifts. Well, a lot of those companies have people put all that stuff together for them. Oh, they don't yeah. even touch it. They just show up. They have crews that them, do you know? that. Well, there's crews of people that work for those like convention centers. That's that's what they do. Like, literally, they just How much roll does that on. cost? Dude, do you, you know how much... Do you know how much... have that Costa thing made and put up? Do you know how much money Costa made last year? Do you think they care? No, I don't know. Like, they're if it costs them $50,000 to go to ICAST, they're going to write orders on the spot all day. They make a, they'll make a million dollars with the orders that are written at their fifty thousand dollar booth. Like, what do that's they crazy, care? You yeah. know, like it doesn't matter to them. <laughs> I mean, I'm not joking. That's like yeah. a, probably pretty close to real numbers. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I, I, I got sunglasses. Yeah, I like all that, the that? here. That's a pair of Costa sunglasses <laughs> dangling against my microphone. I mean, I, I got a sweet ass Rapala fucking uh, koozie. And yeah. You know, and beer. I normally like I know, to. Man. I normally like to walk around and collect as much of the the kind of swaggy stuff because I like stickers. I really do. Um, and Probro has got the insight on how to get stickers. Oh, We're yeah. gonna talk to him about oh, it. Yeah, old. But uh, like Brad Chipman. I usually like to walk around, but between my normal hangovers and and Paul being a famous artist who had to disappear all the time to go do other things, I actually ended up at the booth like most of the days. So I really didn't get to walk around that much. I blame Paul, uh, but that's sorry. That's, it's okay. Uh, he did bring me there to work, so I worked. But so, like, I really was just like in our booth most of the time. I, I think I got loose like once or twice to go see if I could find uh, something interesting to look at. But other than that, it really didn't. I was painting at the Nautilus booth, and yeah. I'm not gonna say I, 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 I don't hate doing it. I'm just not good at it. In public, like, like public painting. Yeah, and you're gonna be talked to no matter. You, you look. Well, good. You can't get focused on what you're doing you know, because you're constantly. It looks like you're good at doing it. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean that means a lot. I always like walking by the booth and seeing you doing it. it looks good. Well, yeah. the thing is, like. I'll put like I'll kind of bring a map of the painting I want. I'll kind of start it, and and yet George Martinez and Eric Estrada and Vaughn did it this year too. Vaughn Cochran. Yeah, yeah. They all had their paintings done like two days, and I'm just sitting there. Yeah. Looks like a third grader did it. They, I like I like I mean I have to like I don't know I can't I'm not good at it when I talk to people you know. Right, right. Everyone right. does the same joke like hey you should put a sunflower in it or something. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. It's just. Well, I mean, yeah, I lived with you for a while, and, and you had your little painting room. And when I saw Paul in there with his, with his, he'd have his computer going with some music, and he'd be in there like on his easel. And I'd walk by the door, and I, and I might give a little nod or say hey, but then I just left him alone. Like I knew the man was working. You got to let a man work. Yeah. Well, it's it's more like you got to get in that groove. Yeah. Like, I don't mind being talked to, but it's, I don't know. It, I hear you. Can I say that y'all have like the best booth placement in the entire like fly fishing category of iCast? You actually liked where it was? I love it. Because it's corner. right next to the, the back door bathroom for slash scoff party. And yeah. also <laughs> the back door where everyone goes smoke out. Smoke the ciggies, yeah. Yeah. To smoke. We are going to try to get in the middle. It wasn't the here. greatest placement for business purposes. I don't but think for you the, want to be in the middle. I think you're in the primo spot. You're well, we don't want to be hidden behind a giant there. monolith. That problem. I don't like, mind where it, where it is. Like that, that placement's fine. It's just we were behind Hardy, which has their right, huge right. walls and yeah. their giant blimp thing turning yeah. over top of it. Like in a 
fucking SUV, pardon, but the, uh, an SUV parked in there, like, it's kind of easy to get Still, lost in the static of that. You have to walk one booth over to get all the free tall boy old hens you want. At TNT. Or, yeah. You know, or... Uh, well, TNT had the Sweetwater on tap. And had Sweetwater and America. And Columbia busted out a bunch of just old America beer, some Bud Light and Budweiser we were, last night. we were night. across from the Northern Product booth. What was it called? Northern, Northern Products. Northern <laughs> like, last year, next year we're going to do uh, Southern Hobbies is going to be our line. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Northern Sport. Northern Sport. That's what Northern it was called. Sport. And we, we were going to be Southern Hobbies next year and just put a booth right beside him. Northern Sport, Southern Hobbies. I mean, all due respect <laughs> to those guys, I'm sure they make a good product, but it just reminded me of the 1980s, like Fly Fish in the World, like uh, commercial will come on. Yeah. Welcome to Northern Sport Products. Yeah. Like it's just so general. Well, and they're from England or, or at least in Europe somewhere. I'm assuming England because all their pricing, like they had their sheets out there with pricing on the. They sold fly lines apparently. Yeah. And, and I'm all sure they're their, good. And they were like you know spay lines and stuff, which I get. But like all their pricing was all in pounds. I'm like, yeah. you're in the United States trying to sell to United States dealers for the most part. There are some international dealers, but for the most part, you're here for United States dealers. And you price it all in pounds. We have no idea how to convert the pound, especially with Brexit and all that crap going on. What, what is the right, pound right, worth right. right now? Nobody knows. Put it in dollars, man. The dollars, dollars where it's at. You're, does, does you're in Brexit, America. Does Brexit not sound like an awesome breakfast like sandwich or something? It like does. Whenever I hear that, I'm like, Brexit? Bricks? That sounds good. Mm-hmm. It sounds like what you do when you're trying to like shake a shady like hookup after a bar night. Like you're like you're like, hey, I'm gonna grab something to eat and take you home. Yeah, yeah, that's the Brexit. Brexit. I used to. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go ahead and take you home. You like need right? yeah. slash we'll grab, you, we'll grab some Hardee's on the way back to your house, where I drop you off and never talk we'll to get you some again. Brexit. I used, to call that, I used to call that a Lindy. Like you went Brexit. for a Lindy at a late night dining experience. Uh, Just two o'clock in the morning, Lindy. Woo. I've had some of those. Well, um, let's see. Should we kind of ease on out of this and come back and uh, meet Brad Shipman and maybe do a Diddy call? Yeah, a little Diddy call, a little pro bro. I dig it. Okay, let me get all set up here and ready to roll. This is Loverboy. Oh, yeah. Let's turn that up. Who doesn't love the Loverboy? All right, we're going to get a word from one of our sponsors here. Hi folks, this is Gordon Funkmeyer from Funkmeyer's Goodwood Warehouse. I'm third generation wood specialist in these here parts of South Carolina. Here at Goodwood, we've got all kinds of good wood. Wood for building, nailing, crafting, constructing, and all other kinds of things you may use wood for. It's all good. We are big on customer service, so if it ain't right the first time, we'll make it right. Because there's no wrong in that. So come on down to Funk Myers Goodwood Warehouse. We'll be here where the wood is good. Thank you. Come on down to Funk Myers Goodwood Warehouse. Pontiac announces cash bonuses on these exciting new Pontiacs. $750 on any Phoenix. $750 on any J2000. $500 on any T-1000, and $500 on any Pontiac 6000. Just take delivery between now and March 31. Pontiac will send you a check. See your participating Pontiac dealer who's contributing to these bonuses, and let's get moving. Now the excitement really begins.
Texas Green Day or something? <laughs> come, on, old 97s, come on, come on, come on. Dude. I don't know. I, I, I knew that was old 97s as soon as I started, man. I got to call shit. Anything about that Texas. He's going to play good, anything yeah. he can about Texas. Well, I got hey. a personal connection to old. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you do. Um, I, uh, first time I hung out with Paul, we talked about the old 97s, yeah. and I was very excited to hear his well, you know, connection. I, they I, softened up a little yeah, bit, but yeah, you know yeah. they're fathers and husbands and all that now. Oh, you know, you got to it. I did uh, go back to my roots a little bit today. Um, I, I, I have been back in the gym for a couple weeks now, and I'm proud of myself. Back a into bit. gym. Into the gym, into the gym, like not, li- the, not pumping a iron, like yeah, pumping iron, slinging yeah. iron around. You on the and, juice? I uh, no, no, I'm not on the juice yet. Yet, I'm waiting until I get you know, right. committed. Right. You gotta be committed right. before you start throwing stuff in your veins. But um, no, no, for now I'm just actually working out and just trying pumping to iron. just pumping iron. And uh, today, uh, most days I listen to just my normal music, which you know a lot of country and western and stuff, just chill music. Mm-hmm. And today, I got off work at 7 a.m. I worked 7 to 7, so 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Got off, went straight to the gym. And I had one of those nights. It was frustrating. Like, you know, patients can be frustrating sometimes. And so I, I, like, I was like, dude, I need some just angry music. Like, I just want to be mad at, at the weight today. Like, I really just want to get pissed off and throw weight around this place. And there's nobody in there no. but me. No, I, I put up my Mudvayne station that I hadn't listened to in years. And I used to be a metalhead. Like, I, I've seen... Uh, I've seen Slipknot, I've seen Hatebreed, Coheed Cambria, uh, I've seen uh, Soulfly, and I mean, I've seen some pretty yeah. badass metal bands live, busted my nose a few times, gotten some cracked ribs from some nosh pits, like had some great times back when I was younger, but I, had, I haven't listened to that in years, and I, I literally, time flew by, like I wasn't just mad at weights, like I was lucky I didn't just like hurl weight across, like just walk across and just take somebody across the head with a bar, like I was just, I was amped up. I mean, a little dig come on for you. This is, oh, What's I was the band in. that literally throws like fake blood in the audience and stuff. That's Guar, Guar. I think. <laughs> they're like in big foam yeah. costumes and shit. Yeah, I got a pretty bitch in Guar. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen them live? Yeah, I've never is seen them live. So I've ridiculous! Seen, it's amazing, dude. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, they do like big, huge, like straight like 1950s horror movie costume like foam everything playing instruments so with that there shit was on. another texas <laughs> band called hagfish have you ever heard of love them? hagfish yeah so the uh, guitarist from hagfish that yep. plays in um rise against now oh okay he was in doing. guar yeah him uh, both the, the dudes the two brothers from hagfish yeah. were in guar what yes there you go you had a guar hagfish or uh, After yeah. Hagfish. Yeah, before Hagfish. You had a you had a Guar connection. You didn't even know. Yep. 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 I mean, every in college, anytime because they were from Dallas oh, area, yeah. they would come play. I mean, if you you need to hear some Hagfish. I've never heard yeah. of them. Hagfish I, I, I is did, great. I dig it. Oh man, I love Hagfish. Oh, man, 
I got someone here. We can play it. Mm. Hey, hey. Oh, hey, there's the scene, but here's, here's my song right now. Like, if I could go back in time, it this is. is who I'd go see. This is a brother band to Hagfish. Mm. Yeah, from I've heard well. this band in particular was not that great live, and, and all the old people I know that have seen them live, but not judging you, Paul. What's funny is my dad was uh, the, pre- the, the director in high school. That You know, you have clubs, and yeah, you yeah. have to have a teacher, like yeah. a chaperone. So he started the guitar club at oh, the high school. Slobber. Well, your dad played. So one of the oh, yeah, one of the students at the time was able to talk my dad into having Hagfish come and play at the high oh, school. Oh fuck yeah! And they did, and they did like it was kind of a joke because they played their songs, but acoustic. Yeah, yeah. But you know, no if they way. slipped in like, That's "Will great. you go down on me?" And right, lift right. Up, you know, so they they kind of made it sound like it was totally acceptable. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> no. Anyway. Dude, so our friends um, started this recording studio in Fort Collins, Colorado. They were in this band, um, The Descendants and All. Okay. And um, the first uh, band that recorded there, other than them, was Hagfish. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. And yeah, so they played. This is probably circa 92, 90. In Colorado a lot. Oh, that's back awesome. In Fort Collins. Yeah. The Hag, dude. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Love them. Well, I like this. This is my this is my song. Like I was too young to actually enjoy yep. this band when it was around. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Like this has one of my favorite lines of any song I've ever heard in my life, where it <laughs> says like the song in my heart knows only one sound, but I sing along just the same. Yeah. I, fucking, I mean that's some good shit. I've had a Come lot on, of good man. nights to this song. Oh, dude, this, this is a great album. The whole oh, album. The whole album is money. Yeah, I mean. And I, this was like what 94, 93, 94. Yeah, they were. That's yeah. when they were prime. I was four. Six, <laughs> no, ninety four. I was nine in ninety four. So like, I, there's no way I was going to a slobberbone show, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it's like my biggest regrets in life are, are my age that I was too young to actually see the people I enjoy listening to now play live. Like these well, they, guys are. He had a band, a different project, like three well, years ago. Wasn't slobberbone part of that whole Wilco Sunvolt? Well, no. No, they weren't part of that group, well, were they? He had old 97s, Slobberbone, Hagfish, uh, and uh, Toadies. Those are all like Dallas bands that kind of yeah. came out right around the early 90s time. Yeah, and then Sunvolt and Wilco were like tied in together. Yeah, they're like Indiana. Yeah, but, oh, okay. Yeah. We had Uncle Tupelo. Uncle Tupelo. Made, it was Uncle Tupelo, Sunvolt, they Wilco. Made babies. That was like another like weird group of but, people. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Wilco got kind of bigger. Bottle Rocket came out of that as well. Yeah. Wilco got kind of bigger than all those other the babies, I guess, because. A lot of people know Wilco, but not many people yeah. know Sunvolt or, or uh, even Uncle Tupelo, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. I'd love. So. I'd pay a lot of money to see an Uncle Tupelo reunion. Oh man, I don't yeah. think it'll ever I can dig some Uncle Tupelo. Mm-hmm. All right, well, music hour happened. Yeah, right? okay, well, that just got off. Yeah. <laughs> I get slightly excited when you start talking about old good stuff. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, it's like what? How was this not the coolest part of the '90s? Like, you think about '90s music now, and it's it's just all garbage that came out. Like, right, how was right. this? Was some of the best music I know. Like, even counting some classic stuff. Like, this was a great time in music and Absolutely. coming out of Texas and and in the Midwest. And it's like, how was this over? Like, how was this not the part that everybody talks about in the '90s? Like, right, oh, right, right. '90s music. Remember Sunvolt? Remember, you know, nobody yeah, does. Like they I don't know. talk about any of that shit. Well, it was that was talk like about Paula Abdul and like, like <laughs> to pop to pop music at the time. That was kind of considered punk. Like not that it was punk, but it was so underground that it wasn't yeah, country. Yeah. It wasn't rock. You it was alternative. That was alternative. That was as alternative. But it wasn't alternative. Right. You know, yeah. like, it no, wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. No one was into country music. But I mean, this kind of spawned no, some that was of those. Country music wasn't too bad either in the early 90s. I know, yeah. I mean, you had like, you know, Still had Mega the Queen in my, my double wide trailer. and yeah. <laughs> John Deere Green. 
Yeah, he had uh, uh, old Garth Brooks was tearing it up across stages across the I nation. saw him at Texas Stadium a couple times. Blame it all on my roots. How yeah. many times did you see Garth, Matt? Uh, that'd be a big zero. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just look, look, I, at, I, look I, at him now? Dude, I would that. totally see Garth. I'd see Garth Brooks a hundred times. I just wouldn't pay. Uh, like how many times you seen? Yeah, how many yeah, times yeah. you seen Clint Black? Uh, like, uh, what was it? Uh, Hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I'll do it. That's Diamond Rio. No, it is not. That's that is not Clint, Clint Black. Black. That is not Clint Black. Look it up. Bet you. Look it up. Hey, pretty girl, let me get you a sign. Do it. Thing make a mile, mile. I'll do it. And be at your back and call. That is Diamond Rio. That is not Diamond okay. Rio. I'm looking it up right now. Find out, please do. I'm pretty sure that's Clint Black. All right, so let's talk a little bit about, and we'll, we're going to talk to old Bill later on the show sometime, but um, lucky enough to be involved with casting for a cure. And uh, the event is in two weeks in Victor. And pretty fun event. They uh, take over, I think, Teton Springs. I'm sorry, we were both wrong. It's John Michael Montgomery. Okay. Well, I actually saw him live. He got so drunk, they pulled him off stage. Oh I'm not joking. That was in his not his heyday. This was way past not. his heyday. <laughs> way past. <laughs> but I went to see him because it was free. $7? No, it was free. Oh, you and I was fair? like. Yeah, it was a county fair, and it was free. And I was like, I have to go see John Michael Montgomery. Yeah. And I did, and I don't regret it. They literally came out there. He was I'm drinking. so proud of you for some, that, Mike. Some girl in the front row wanted him to sing happy birthday to her. He got into the song. He said, what's your name, sweetheart? And she's like, you know, <laughs> Jessica or whatever. He gets to the part where he says her name, and he's like, happy birthday, dear. And he goes, was nice. I guess we'll get on out of here now. Like he just forgot her name and like tried to play it off. Like dude was barely standing up. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen. And quite possibly the most awesome thing I've ever seen. One of the best names ever. John Michael Montgomery. Oh yeah, how it goes. Yeah. All right. So anyway, we gotta get so, off music. We gotta get. So there. casting for a cure. I'm talking about casting Go. for a cure. Do it. And uh, and so the events in Victor, which Matt knows well. I do. It's kind of in your old backyard. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Part uh, of the world for sure. Yeah, like so. If you go to Jackson, a lot of people just stay in Jackson. They don't even know mm-hmm. this other world yeah, exists. Yeah, Jackson's great. Yeah, Jackson's fun. But you got Victor and Driggs on the other yep. side of the mountain, and you get to see the Tetons from the other side. Mm-hmm. And it's the continuation of the Snake. Yeah. So the South Fork kind of does a big U-turn. Right. It's it's the South Fork of the Snake. When I moved there, I was kind of confused. Like the South, so it's the same river. Yeah. So it's the same river. Same river. They just call it the South up. Fork there because yeah. there's other forks that come in henry's fork yep and uh the grays is right down the road too that's a cool river as well mm-hmm. uh so we're doing this thing i think it's like 20 teams and there's a bunch of different people there it's gonna be a lot of fun playing music there but it's to raise money for ret uh syndrome awareness that's kind of the whole idea bill's daughter uh was i guess uh she she had at, at birth ret syndrome and i'm not too familiar with all the details. I know it mainly affects uh, young young children, young females, for the most part. So he can give you a better uh, idea of that in the future. So, but we're uh, gonna raise money for Rhett Syndrome and uh, go from there. Do a little fishing, casting for a cure. Check it out uh, on the website if you want more information. And if you come to the Taylor's Ball, the money's gonna go towards that as well. So yeah. happy to be involved in that. No, yeah. Anytime you can, you can get back to something like that. Yeah, uh, so. These families. I mean, as a nurse, I see a lot of not a lot of Rett syndrome, but all I see a lot of, of I see all kinds of different things. Yeah. Families going through different stuff, and and honestly, man, I mean, even just the smallest the smallest thing that that you can do for them is greatly appreciated. But when you can really make a big difference um, when it comes to money, 
um, and whether that goes to the families for support or whether it goes into research to help cure things, it's it, it's a it's a really important thing to do. So, yeah, super stoked that, that Paul and these guys are working on it. So, yep, I know um, we have done a bunch of fundraisers with the film tour in the past for um, for them, and uh, I was approached by one of Bill's good friends um, a couple years ago, and b- actually built uh, was it Jim. Yeah. yeah, Jim had me build a four-weight fly rod for him yeah, for cool. casting for Cure. So yeah. um, definitely am familiar with them and think they're doing a really cool thing. And so anything we can do to help them out and, you know, fund more research towards that is a good thing for sure. What's amazing is all the companies that they have help them. Yeah. And like Scott Flyer, right. Yeti, Haller Brothers does a lot for them, mm-hmm. and the the gift bags that everyone in this tournament gets. Right, it, it looks like you went on a shopping spree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's you know you pay a lot of money to be involved in it, which covers the cost and sure everything, and it probably covers the cost of a lot of those whatever. But man, I think like Scott Rod, I think you get a Scott Rod Jeez. for being yeah. involved in this thing. Right. And you get a awesome. couple Howler shirts, a couple Yeti. Anyway, all the companies that help out are huge. Uh, we, we try to help out. Nothing compared to what those other companies do. Uh, well, but, but if you could, you would. Yeah, you know, totally. Just, you you know, know. We're, still, you know, we're still trying to climb the mountain, if you will. We're un- involved in one way or another. Yeah. That's all that matters. Right. So. And, and we're using a platform that we got to tell people about it. That's something that's important there, too. Yeah, so, so yeah. I, uh, hold on. I think I heard the door knocking. That Brad dude's coming by. Oh, pro like, bro. Uh, all right, we gotta be nice. No more pro bro. We can't call him pro bro. What's here? Oh. I, don't know. I thought it was pro bro. Yeah, he was pro bro. What's up, dude? Hey man. Hey. Hey, hey what's up, buddy? All right, bro. What's up? Yeah. What's What's up, man? How are you doing? Sh- Sizzles, man. Shizzles. What's up? Like Michael Shizzles. Slisky business. Oh, Slisky. yeah. Slisky biz. What's up, bro? Yeah, what's going on, man? Oh, up, dude, just coming off the road, man. Hey, road? Where'd you come from? Oh, dude, I've just been hitting, man. So, yeah. Uh, I'm Brad Chipman, man. We, we so, know. How y'all doing? We, yeah. we called you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got uh, golly, yeah, it's been on the road, bro, after ICAST, just soaking up the sun, just kind of creeping up the, you know, the Florida coast and yeah. uh Charleston's my first stop, man. Oh, Charleston's damn. My it first it stop. took you two weeks to get up dude, from Orlando? Dude, the chicks <laughs> that I met in Jack's, Jack's Beach, woo, you'd stay another week and a half, too, bro. I've, I've done some time in Jackson Beach. I, I, might not, I might not disagree with you there. Anyway, so, yeah. So, Mark, is it Mark? Mike. Been Mike. hitting any flood tides there, Brad? Any flood tides? Yeah. Dude, uh, I know they get know. flood tides down in Jacksonville. I don't even know flood, tide, flood what's, tides what, and jets. I don't even know what that is, man. Well, like, well, you know, like larger than average tides. I, I'm not sure what it is in Jacksonville. Here it's six feet. It might be like oh, five like feet there. Fish, yeah, man. I get flood tides all the time. I get yeah. flood tides in the morning, in the evening. I'm fishing all the time, bro. I'm, you know, sun up to sundown. I'm flood all right, tiding all, right. all the time. Okay, cool. Dude, like my, like Costa's ding. Like, did you hear that, Costa? I'm talking Costa. I got Costa sunglasses for all the different, like, cloud formations, cumies, and you know and wait 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 you have you have sunglasses for cloud formation oh bro dude you should, have you ever looked at coast have you ever even talked to those guys i went over there i'm wearing a pair right I, now I'm, oh but dude I, i'm i'm pro bro on coast and i went over there and then i just said how many glasses do you need i said dude how many different cloud formations are they uh, and i got like 51 glasses man that's how, sick how, you, sick how many cloud formations are there brad 
well, well, Michael, it's uh, Matt. You know, it's like Matt, Matt bro. Uh, there's like seventeen hundred or something like that. Oh man. wow. I thought it was a little fewer than that, but that's okay. Cool. Uh, you got some but glasses. I didn't come to it. talk about cloud formations. I mean, I came to talk about just products and okay. stuff. Well, who, like, so you were at ICAST. So, what, why, so were you, okay. why were you at ICAST yeah, is the so, biggest question I have. Yeah, Zach. Yeah. So What's I went your big to, sponsors these huh? days? What are your big sponsors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I went to, you know, went by Nautilus, talked to Shannon over there Wait, at Nautilus. You, and, uh, you, you, mean, uh, you mean Kristen? Mustad? Yeah, Mustad. yeah, Kristen, man. Yeah. Okay. And okay. so they're gonna, they're like looking at like you know, probably like at least three, three, th- thirteen reels. Like they're gonna send me and like I'm gonna stack them up all cool looking and like take pictures and, dude, it's gonna be sick. I'm sure they could use more pictures of the reels. I uh, um, yeah, pumped that Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snapchats, dude. So, snaps. But, so okay, I'm, I'm just curious. I got like, snaps on my phone. Like I, as as a fellow person who really didn't have a reason to be at ICAST, I was just there yeah, to help so, out Paul. So, so why yeah, were you there? So, like so, what were you doing? So so like yeah so so uh, so just walking around the floor, bro. Just you know fives, high fives, tall fives, and you know just seeing everyone. It's just such a good time to see everyone. And I go, I went over to TFO and and talked to uh, Jonathan Sh- Shulman. You mean Jim Shulman, Jim. Yeah, so Jim's, Jim's, he's going to set me up with, like, some seven-piecers and some three-piecers and just really cool rods, just, like, for yeah. everything, like yeah, still waters and rough waters and, and currents and where, stuff. Where are you from? Mm-hmm. Where are you from? What I mean, I mean I'm just curious. I, I, I'm trying to find your background out here, like, what well, kind of fishing, you know? Well, Rick, I was born in Guam. <laughs> And, like, my parents, you know, like, navies and stuff. So I went everywhere. But Guam, you know, and then Puerto Rico. And ended up in a little place called Corpus Christi, Texas. And that's where I did, you know, my high schoolings. And then I, then I, then I moved to Nebraska. And I just, I just learned on the, on the brim, brim ponds there, bro. Sorry to say, the, epic, the epic fly water of Nebraska. <laughs> well, dude, no, man. Brim there in Nebraska, like, two years ago, I picked up a fly rod. And I just covered all the basics by brand fishing. So, fishin'. are are you just guiding now, or are you still repping, or you know what? what's your program, dude? Dude, what's Steve, going on, see, Brad? That's a good Chipman. question. And wait, is it is it Chip? Chip or Bradman Brad? or it's Brad, Chip, Chipman? Brad Chipman? My brother's my uh, brother's Chip Bradman. I think we talked to him before. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. confusing a lot. It so. does a little bit. So yeah, so so I'm sorry. What was your question, Steve? <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm wondering if uh, Dude, sick beard, by the way, bro. Sick. I'm trying. You can tell I'm trying. Well, you can't be a real fly fisherman until you have a beard like the Schlisk. Come on. <laughs> Wait, Schlisky from Pig Farm, right? Schlisky business. Dude from Pig Farm. That's right. Dude, I, I I tried to talk to like Jay Johnson like the whole time, and I I, I tried to have an appointment with you too. He totally didn't call yeah. me back. Hey, but yeah, this is me, man. This is I was I'm the guy. What? It's did you get week. the dick chicken tattoo on your own? I didn't. I, you know, Not yet. I, I did get it. I had no idea that was yours, bro. Right. Anyway, so yeah, dick chickens are so cool. Cheers, <laughs> dude. So Schlisky. did you? Uh, what? What are you? Are you getting paid to fish now? Are you guiding? Okay, so I'm glad are you, you repping? This. Like, yeah, what's your sure. program? Yeah, 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 yeah. What so, are you yeah. into, Brad? Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> You know, I came back with 143 stickers from my cast. And whoa, that pretty whoa, much whoa, tells whoa. me, hey. Wait, 143 different stickers? Or did you just go up to every booth and wipe no, out I mean, their you stack? You know, it's like 40 different, and I got 
thirty of each. Yeah, you know? yeah. Okay. All you right. know, put your one and ones together. That's one hundred and twenty. But <laughs> you know, I embellished a little bit. You know, so I came back with all these stickers, and I'm like, man, this is something special. You know, this is awesome. I'm gonna put these on my cooler. You know, I'm I'm you know I'm sponsored by Ewok coolers and. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just. I think I saw Ewok's booth over there. There's a lot of cooler companies. I'm on a I'm, roll, bro. I'm on a right, roll, yeah. and I'm, I'm taking over. And uh, I'd love to rep Flood Tide, bro. Not rep. I mean, just rep as in a, you know. Well, we have reps. Um, I don't know if we need. But that. I want to rep it, man. I want to be the bro, bro, bra, bro. Anyway, so bro, bro, bra, bra. you're definitely bro, bro, bra, bro. I, I can't think beers? of sure. I'd love a beer, For man. Sure. No, we're out. We uh, actually, me and Solsky took the last two out of the cooler. Awesome. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, just keep talking, bro. <laughs> yeah, working on I it. I listen to the show all the time, man. I listen all the time. That makes me not want to ever do this again. But all right. All um. right so, uh, y'all got anything <laughs> else for me? I'm on a roll. I'm, I'm creeping down to downtown tonight. Well, get yeah, hit cocktail yeah. club. What's right. uh, what's your what's your fall looking like? Where I think I'm hooking up with Ellington. Jake Ellington? Jake Snake? Yeah, I never met him, but he you know, we've talked. He I've called him like thirty times, he's never called me back, but I've heard he always goes to cocktail club. Jake's right, gonna right. love you. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. definitely find him at cocktail club. Ellington Snake, man. If you can't find him there, I'll give you his address and a phone number you can he's call him. He's got the best Italian driving cheese. Oh, so yeah. Really man. like the like with the felt and ducks oh, on him and stuff. So beautiful. Ah, that's cool. He's and a beautiful, I, beautiful man. I've gotten in touch with the dude named Bridger too. He said he's gonna take me fishing as well. Oh, Elbridge will take you fishing. He might not bring you uh, home, cool. but he'll bring, he'll take you fishing. <laughs> well, you got any suggestions? Where should I eat tonight, man? Um, I would definitely take it like Hank's downtown. That'd be we can right meet up. up. Your you want to meet up? Yeah, maybe. Um, we'll I'll be we'll, we'll, out later. We'll All change right. out. We'll change out numbers. We'll see what happens. All right, Steve. Good to meet you, Slisky. Yeah, buddy. Awesome, bro. Word. Tell Jay I'm after him. Word. Yeah. And tell uh, you know, tell uh, old Joan Wolf if you see her, I'm looking out for her too, man. I'm looking out for her as well. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, I'll, next time I see Joan, I'll tell her. All right, <laughs> good, guys. Y'all Later, stay, buddy. Be stay good. Stay tough. Stay hard, okay? We're, we're doing what we do. Nice seeing you. Oh, man, it was fun. Hey, Paul, shut that door. Lock it. Lock it good. Lock it good. Okay. Holy crap. I, I tried to hang in there for a while. I lost it. I couldn't couldn't do it. It's too much. Paul, why do we have to do that? I was out dealing with the... I know what guy. you were doing, but did you not hear any of that through the window? No, huh? Oh my God, man! I wish we could insert a little bit of video right here uh, and just show the amazingness that is the, um, you know, Spuds McKenzie Bud Light. Uh, Buddha holding a cocky stick, yeah, with the with the flood tide stick. I don't know where you guys got that statue. That was Paul's. I think it's Let's new since I've been here last. We'll but put it up on the. Yeah, we'll put it up, yeah, like Schlisky's, Schlisky's observations oh, photo. Hey. But yeah, Probro. Um, I don't want to get off of him too fast. Whoa, yeah. I mean Brad Chipman, bro. Whoa. Well, you know these guys. They call us, and you just never know what you're. Gonna I know, get. But, but sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's just kind of a mystery. You guys need to drop that dude like a bad habit. I mean, Jesus. Well, you know, you know what we never talked about earlier. What was that? The commercial. That we announced the initiative. The yeah, we, initiative. we really didn't. I mean, we let Richard do his thing, of course. Um, but just to not confuse things, this is not a joke. We're not messing with you. Well, um, it's it's like the hottest summer on record. Oh, my God. Is that what it is? I don't know. So, it really, it makes sense. It's all about timing. It really is. And we're trying Let's to take turn advantage. turn these lemons into lemonade. Right? Yeah. So, exactly. So quite literally, and 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 this is Mad Mike talking. This is not uh, not anybody else. There's no joke. There's no no pun here. Um, send us your old pair of jeans that you don't wear anymore because they're too nasty or whatever. Um, 
and a check for 25 bucks. Do that too, because that covers form, shipping. And you fill out the form. It's on the Barely Live Facebook page. You can find that. It's really easy. Barely or Live you sessions. Can email. We'll email it to you. Email the form. Yeah, we, we can figure out the form thing. But fill out the form. The form just describes how you want them cut and that kind of thing. And then um, we're gonna we're gonna slap we're gonna make them into jorts with a nice flood tide uh, patch on them. Uh, you know, just classy, classy uh, pair of bottoms. And uh, we'll mail them back to you. That $25 covers shipping and handling and, and everything. It, we it can't covers promise it what kind of cut you're going to get. No. The two are the same. We they're, can't all, even, they're all genuine originals. We can't even promise they'll be even. But the point is, you'll still be able to wear your jeans again because there'll be something new now. You're rebirthing your old jeans. Um, it's a beautiful thing. We're really happy to be doing it. Um, we're glad to offer it to you. Richard Queso is all about it. He's, he said he's got a whole bunch of jeans he wants us to cut up. So, unfortunately, we might have to make a few pairs for him. But um, For but me, it's all about comfort. It, it really is about comfort. So, um, so yeah. So, so, that's not a joke. We really do want you. And you really will get 20% off your next flood title order if you do that. Um, but, yeah, all you need to do is fill out the form. Put your jeans in a box and a check for 25 bucks. We will cover shipping and handling to return to you. We will um, uh, modify your clothing, so to speak, and mail it back to you. That simple, that easy. Get yourself a pair of flood tide jorts. Each one is a one-off original. No two will be the same. Uh, you might get a little art on the inside of yeah, them. Too. You might get mine. Paul, Paul gets itchy with his Sharpie hand every once in a while. There might be something else going on in there. You never know. Maybe yeah. write your name on the inside of it like your mama used to do for you. Well, on that note, we're going to go to our next advertiser break. Uh, yeah. We appreciate our sponsors, and uh, they make this thing happen. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's only one way big, to make a radio show this big. Ups. big. Yeah. All right. we'll big ups it. to Pontiac. We're, we're, <laughs> we were going to do Diddy Call, but we're just going to skip it this time. I'm yeah. Not, we am not feeling the rhythm of it right now. It's all right. No, it's all right. We'll roll with it. Matt, are you okay with that? I'm all right. Okay. I'm all right. We're, we're going to call the Learys, though, in the future. Yeah. Yeah. This is Rick Goldsman, and we're coming to Charleston this weekend, making the rounds in a creepy white van, and we'll be looking for We got all the latest Sony, Pioneer, and Technics, and other awesome equipment at rock bottom prices. We'll be riding around parking lots, gas stations, colleges, or any other crappy apartment complexes in your neighborhood. Did I mention we got the latest equipment valued up to $3,500 stereo sets for only $23? And we're talking the best stuff. So look for me, Tommy, and Big Rich this weekend. Or we'll wave you down at the intersection. Installations not included.
shirt. That sounds fun. I thought this was a fly fishing podcast. <laughs> Y'all don't even talk about fly fishing. Well, we do sometimes, Paul. We can talk about some fly fishing. We can talk about fly fishing. I'm kidding. Yeah. I mean, I do yeah. like the whenever we see people that talk about this podcast, one of those seven people. Yeah. They say it's a lot of fun. They don't really talk a whole lot about fly fishing, <laughs> which they, they'll usually say, which is good about it. Like, that's the, yeah. that's the whole point. Well, but you know what the world didn't need was another podcast telling you how to tie a perfection loop. All right. Tom, we're coming for you. We're, I warned you in the parking lot. The I told ivory you. tower is going to fall. And he, he just laughed at me. He goes, maybe you should come do it with me sometime in Vermont. And I said, I'll do it. Well, hey, you know what? Honestly, I think what we need to do is Y'all we need to go to Vermont. Uni not. The and what? Uni not. Uni not. We need to do a Vermont takeover of Tom Rosenbauer's yeah. podcast. Like, let's just in. invade and just, like, ruin an entire podcast for Tom Rosenbauer. Just talk about yep. nothing. For <laughs> every, time he, every time he brings up and tries to redirect us, we just hammer onto something else. Like he some brings random up perfection loop. We're like, nope. Nope. Not today. We're going to talk about butt jokes. <laughs> and chicken. <laughs> you know, we used to call perfection loop back in the day when I worked chicken. on the corner, don't you? <laughs> He laughs about it though. Like he listens to this, we always give him hell. Like we're yeah. coming for you. Only he's been on the show. Yeah, like he wants, he, that's what like yeah. I think is so much fun. Is like we're declaring war on a man who's yeah. literally taking the time out of his day to be on this show in exactly. person. You like, know how many perfection <laughs> loops I tie in a day? How many? I, Thousands. I probably tied half a dozen. I haven't already. I haven't worked and I haven't worked in a shop in three years. I could still tie one blindfolded behind my oh, back man. with like the lights off, like. I mean, seriously, dude, you could you could smack my hands with a baseball bat where I couldn't feel them. I could still tie like a perfection Like in your mouth, loop. like a sure. cherry. In my mouth, like a cherry to spit out a fucking protect, hey, perfection. It's loop. no blood knot. No, it's, it's no not, blood knot. It's not. I don't. I'm a blood knot. I don't touch those anymore. Like, just don't do it. I'm a. I, I'm a double surgeons. You know. You know what's funny is like you know we all take as, that, dude. As take you that. like when you work in a shop, you, like for me, I was a knot whore. Like I wanted to learn every knot, and I really took the time to do that. And so I knew a lot more knots than I ever used. You know, the, the knots I use in real life are, are real simple, easy to tie, quick on the fly knots, like everybody else. But I know some shit that's Practical. like, I know some crazy out there stuff because I practiced it for days and days and days till I got it right. So like my tarpon leaders to this day, most people use like an improved blood knot or like even just like a, they'll use just like a, a, a clinch knot or, or something like that. You know, they don't do anything crazy. Because it doesn't matter if you break one off. Like, I mean, guys that aren't trying to, like, land a fish, like, they don't really care. Like, they're happy to jump them using straight 50-pound. Oh, yeah. To this day, I still tie hump nagels with, like, with lock sealers they're on the front. They're fun to do. I like busting you, For those who don't know, hump nagel is a, a hump nagel is a bimini twist mm-hmm. that feeds into this doubled-over contraption of a knot on the front of the bimini twist with cool. a sealer. It looks cool. It takes five minutes to tie, and it's completely pointless unless you're trying to do some IGFA record. Tipping. Yeah. But you know what? All of my leaders have hump nagels. You know why? Because I can tie a hump nagel, and I want yeah, to tie take, it. You can take... You can just... <laughs> Do I need it? Hell no. I refuse to learn the Bimini <laughs> twist. I've never tied it's one. so easy. And I've I love at the Bimini. It and it's just... 
It looks a lot harder than it's it is for me. You I know love it is. It's a feel thing. I mean, it's, it's a feel right. thing. Let me take you to Bimini Town sometime. We'll yeah, yeah. Talk about. I got. I got a house. I mean, if Paul took me to Bimini Town, it might be a little different. We can have a new show. It's actually called Alice Town, and it's not called Bimini Town, but that's fine. We can go to have breakfast and Bimini's. I have together. We need to do a barely live retreat to Bimini. We have a house there. We could take a show there. We could take a trip. Pack all our laptops. Huffnagleville. <laughs> Perfection Town. <laughs> Perfection Town. Clin- Clinch River, per- not Perfection Tennessee. Perfection Holler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Old Holler. Holler. <laughs> Clinch, well, not Holler. <laughs> well, you want to talk about uh, the one rod that stuck out for you? So, me and Will. We, well, me and Will, I really wish What's Will was here. stick out rod? So, this year, um, and, and I was... There. And just just poking. Yeah, so I was on Julian's pro staff back there. in the day. Um, and I don't mean like pro bro pro staff, like actual pro staff. And I love this company. I still fish mostly G. Loomis rods. However, G. Loomis this year released their newest rod uh, called the Asqueef. <laughs> That's the actual pronunciation. Will you spell it? It's, it's like A-S-Q-U-I-T-H-I-E-T-H. So it's Asqueef. Asqueef. <laughs> Basically, there's no way you can say it where it doesn't sound like ass queef. Okay? And we've been trying to clean this up, but I'm not doing this. Julius is doing this. It's their fault. So, I mean, was there nobody sitting around at the meeting that says, uh, hey, Steve, uh, that, that that name sounds a lot like you're saying ass queef. Like so, basically, by the end of the, the end of the show, actually not by the end of the show, but about an hour after we discovered there's a rod called the ass queef, um, the rod was formerly known as ass queef was now known as the. <laughs> <laughs> so we literally had full conversations. We're like, "Hey, dude, just went over there and cast the." <laughs> it was beautiful, man. It had a really nice layover. It turned over nice, and that's the problem. It actually is a nice rod. But you named it's it twelve hundred dollars. Well, there's that. It better be a nice rod. But they named it the Ass Queef. hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. For an Ass Queef, you can get one of those for twenty bucks on Spruill Avenue any night of the week. I bet Brad Shipman's <laughs> gonna get one on Pro Deal for six hundred. Hey, probably. But dude, Lou, you named a rod that's the. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is it a one piece rod? Four piece. No, it's a four piece rod. So they cast it's, it. It's their normal it. setup, like they right. do. Twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred dollars. Made in China. No, no, they make their. The, Julius is owned by. Hardy's Shim- making it. I will, I will clear this up on the rod as, as an ex Julius. Like, they are owned by Shimano. However, Julius rods are still all made in Washington in the United States. They didn't outsource any of the rods. All right. Um, they still they do it right. They're yeah, just yeah, owned yeah. by a bigger company, is the only oh. thing. So, yes, you're still getting American made, lifetime warranty rod. Right. But to be fair, I mean, Sage's new X is a nine hundred dollar rod. So I mean, yeah, what's yeah, the, yeah. I mean, it's really not that big of a difference. I mean, Jesus. So we're we are to that point now where a good rod is over a thousand dollars. When I started in this industry, the best rods on the market were running at seven hundred dollars, six seven hundred dollars. I mean, yeah, that was yeah. it. That was the Sage XPs and yeah, yeah, yeah. the RPLXs and uh, I remember when five hundred dollars was. Julius was the RPLs. IMX back in those days. You know, like that was back in the day, and and it's just one of those things that progresses. And as as long as people are willing to pay the price, the prices will continue to rise. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Until one of these big rods falls on its face, which it hasn't done, and I don't think any of them have, at least not from a, a business standpoint. They just they'll keep they'll keep doing it. And I mean, I'm not hating on them. Whatever, if the market's there, go after it. I'm not buying one. Well, it's kind of like when they came but. out with the TCR and it was the first $700 rod. Yeah. But they also marketed it like 
this is not the rod for everyone. And it really wasn't. But no. but it makes people be like, well, I gotta have it then. Well, the problem is that rod really wasn't for everyone. Like yeah. unless you were a really good caster, that rod would ball your cast up and throw it back in your yeah, face. It was fast. The TCR yeah. and the TCX were both like stupid fast yeah. rods. They really weren't. They were for extremely good casters and nobody else. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, I'm a decent caster. I like. That's to think. why I bought one. Yeah. I know. I'm a decent caster, but I didn't like that rod because I could cast that rod in a yard or a pond and do just fine. But there's a difference between casting in a yard or a pond and fishing. Because when you're fishing, you're not thinking about every single movement you're making with the rod because you have something more important in mind, uh, i.e. the fish that's in front of you that you're trying to feed. So, like, I, I always, when I was when I was selling rods to people, I always knocked them into categories because I was selling the TCRs and the TCXs. And I would always tell people, like, look, do you want a casting rod or do you want a fishing rod? Right. Because there were great fishing rods, and I own a couple that I consider great fishing rods. Yeah. But I, they'll never win a casting competition. And I understand the whole pricing thing, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's like my rods start at 1600 bucks. Yeah. So $1,200 for a Gene Loomis graphite rod doesn't see, surprise I, but me. And, I mean, they probably spent you know? three years of research and development to figure out how they wanted it to. I mean, legitimately, people think that's bullshit, but they probably do. I mean, like, Steve and those boys don't play around. I mean, Absolutely. He's, he's a legitimate. No, I, I mean, he's one of the best casters you'll ever see in human form, like, in person. Oh, yeah. And that guy doesn't. He, he Honestly, I've never seen Steve other than, like, a minor grin on his face. He doesn't have a lot of humor. The dude doesn't joke. Like, he. he I bet that dude did spend three years designing that he rod. and lives. And pl- and dreams and, and breathes sleeps that and shit. breathes rod building. Yeah, and you know what? He's awesome. built nothing but phenomenal rods. Like I said, I don't sure. doubt that Asquith's abilities. Right. What I doubt is the name. How was nobody yes. present that told you it, it yes. sounded like Asquith? Yes. Like, it makes me mad. I'm a Gilemus owner and a huge fan. Like, I love your rods. I love what Steve does with graphite. I love, you know, Gary's been gone for a long time, but even before Steve, Gary did some great things for, mm-hmm. for the graphite development in the rod business. But Asquith? Asqueef. Well, and you like? Are you serious? What? So it's supposed to mean something. Like right? it's supposed to mean like, uh, like a noble English, a noble Englishman or something. And I guess you're supposed to say Asquith or something As- like that. Asquith. But you go in there and you talk to all the, like you hear the reps talking when you went by the booth and they all said Asqueef, and they were saying Queef with like a th on the end. I do have to say we have to call Baron because he's like in oh yeah in right, uh, a position up. where he kind of needs Lord. to do this. Well, this was Mad Mike's uh, gear rant uh, for the day. I'm sorry. No, let's, no uh, sorry. Let's not apologize. We're gonna buzz. We're gonna buzz. Bear. I think it's. Fi- I think it's fine that your rods are the money they are because they're crafted hey. by hand. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and G Loomis rods are rod. still. I mean, granted, there's some big machines doing them. For but you sure. know, did you realize that G Loomis, those machines, Gary Loomis designed Cutting the machines themselves. Yes. Like nobody else in the world owns sure. machines that no, G, no, G no, Loomis no. has because Absolutely. Gary Loomis literally designed the machines, That's not just legit. the rods. Right. He built the machines. That's how all That's the machines crazy crap. That's how all the great rod companies have been since yeah. H. L. Leonard. Yeah. It's not like they go. It's not like you just start up a rod company and go buy some machines. Like these these right. dudes no, engineer their own freaking machines to do what they want to do. Yeah. That's that's a whole other level of some yeah, crazy yeah, shit, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, All right, we're calling, we're calling Baron Boy yet. Yeah. Make it ring. I'm working on it. We're going right now. All right, let me turn this thing. Last time we had technological breakdowns. Oh, turn it. Oh, God. Hello. Baron Boy yet. Hey, Baron. 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 Hello. I wonder if he went through a little zone. It sounded like it cut off. Yeah, it did cut off. Let's call him again. 
That was we might have hit something. We very well could have. Let's try it again here. Hmm. Hold on a second. I might need that number again because it, 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 it erased my... Oh. Wait. Yeah, it erased my numbers. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. Let's so... Baron, little backstory. Who's Baron? What's oh, the story? yeah, yeah. So Baron's a buddy of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met him last year on a trip to Honduras, and he's a guide out of Houston area and okay. Louisiana. So we're just gonna call him and get some just, just standard BSing. All right, just I'm trying to, to, I'm trying to call him here. It's ringing. I mean, obviously the phone is working. Yeah. Oh, three B fly charters. Hello. Baron. Baron, can you hear us? Hey. Hey. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Good. Good. We lost you that first time, buddy. Yeah, I'm driving through the woods, man. You're always driving when we call you. I I feel like you're a truck driver who pretends to be a fly fisherman. I'm not real sure yet. Well, I mean, that's an honorable uh, way to make a living, so I I don't know. Why the hell you have a problem with that anyway? <laughs> I wasn't judging, Baron. I was just asking questions. <laughs> well, you need you need to settle down right now. I don't like your attitude. <laughs> well, Baron, as you know, uh, we don't make any more of the phone call unless you can answer one nineteen seventies baseball trivia question. So uh, we either hang up on you now or you answer this question right. So uh, you ready? No, I, I'm I have no problem uh, shaming myself and my baseball, my lack of baseball knowledge on. Uh, on there for your million okay go go ahead i think this is a 1982 edition so uh, sh- you should nail this it's about the year you're born uh who yeah, holds yeah. who holds the national league career record for home runs by a switch hitter national league switch hitter home runs it occurred in 1982 yeah i mean it didn't really it's just of, uh, at the time of all time like 1982 or 83 so it would have been at that time up till then that's an easy one. Sir Henry Aaron. <laughs> Pete Rose. Good talking Pete to you, Rose. buddy. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you sometime soon. <laughs> Thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, that's all we called for, Baron, was just that one question. So what are you, uh, what are you doing in Louisiana? Uh, my, my baby sister just had her second kiddo, so I drove oh. over and met the little, little kid. Uncle. Uncle twice over. That's right, man. Twice over. Now I'm uh, I'm back in Texas. I'm about an hour and a half away from Midway Park. Going to catch the ball game tonight. Nice. Uh, you in Beaumont yet? No, I, I didn't. I came from Shreveport. Came from the top end. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yes, you're sir? here with uh, Matt Slisky too. Uh, he's sitting here. Hey, with what's us. up, man? Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Um. Uh, how's the fishing been in Texas, dude? Has it been overheated, or is it? This is usually a pretty good time to find tailing fish, isn't it? Yeah, it is. No, fishing's been really good. Had a lot of spring showers, or I guess summer showers now popping up, but uh, real good in the mornings when the water temps are not as crazy, and then been kind of on a falling tide during the afternoon. So I've been doing been doing a lot of half days, and then going out in the afternoons and catching that falling tide as well. And uh, fishing's been real good. I love when y'all talk right. about tides. It's like a foot and a half. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, got, we, got, we got real big tides right now falling. Yesterday, you know, it's probably 16 to 18 inches. So yeah, that's a real big solid. one. That's huge. Oh, oh, look out now. Look out now. Yeah. 
Shit, hey, uh, you know what, Paul? It's a real, it's a real pleasure to be on the show. I'm a huge fan. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, uh, Isn't this like your third time? Since I was, been listening since I was 14 years old. And, oh, uh, man. Well, that's great. Third time, long time. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, third time caller, long time listener, uh, 5,955 pounds. Uh, <laughs> go Tigers. Well, Ooh. I know that uh, – I know they emailed me earlier about that that George initiative, and uh, we just announced it today. So I know you have a lot of questions, and we're here to feel those questions. Man, uh, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you if you were gonna address those rumors. I uh, I didn't make it to ICAST because I had to had to fish, but uh, there's lots of whispering going on about uh, you guys partnering with the. Uh, Tim Tebow for some for some Tebow trunks, right? Well, that was the first plan. Uh, he he didn't quite fit into the uh, just the whole possibility of what we wanted to do. But we we are too much Jesus, not a lot of beer yeah, drinking. Just the yeah. the program wasn't quite right. Yeah, it wasn't really yeah. Tebow speed. Which is not we don't hate on them. But Richard Queso fell right into that void. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not the spokesman. It's Queso Corp. George's initiative. Yeah, I got you. Well, how do, I, how do I go about getting one of these uh, blood tied Canadian tuxedos that we're, we're talking about? Well, thanks. Thanks for asking, Baron. Um, you just pop on that Facebook page and find the announcement about it. It's got the form on there. You just print that thing out, fill it out, throw in a $25 check, and you're going to get your original No Two Are the Same Flood Tide Jorts. I see. That sounds like a hell of a deal, Paul. It's, it's, a, it's just a big hit. We're just real excited about it. Now, do I do I have any input at all on the maybe the link? No, or, I mean uh, you can if you want. There is a notes section, but you can make requests. We can't promise results. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got there's three major styles. You know, you got the Deputy Dangles, the you know, Daisy <laughs> mm-hmm. Dukes. Then you got the I like the Gator Wrestlers, which is kind of a mid thigh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Overall, real comfortable. You can territory. request all you want. <laughs> Then you got the, the T-Bows or the John Cena's that are coming you know, right around the knees. Yeah. yeah. What if we cut them at the knee and then roll them up for you? Oh, yeah, like staple them. Good. Like just staple them, like roll them up and staple them. No sewing. Staples. Uh, I, I, you're talking about the Keep Austin Weird version. I like that, too. <laughs> that's uh, the that's South by South. That's a South by Southwest special. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So you got any trips coming up or anything? Or uh, Actually, did, were you... Did we talk to you since you went steelheading? I don't remember. I don't know if we talked since we went steelheading in uh, April. Yeah, I mean, I haven't. I don't think I've been on the show since then. Well, how was it? Man, it was awesome. One of the coolest <laughs> trips I've ever been on. Wasn't it? It was Alaska, right? Yeah. I saw. Alaska is the is the fifty fifty third state. I don't know if you've been there, but fifty uh, third. Yeah. A lot of a lot of cool history. You got a phone ringing, Paul. I know. I know we're just gonna have to look. Busy, hey man, it's Flood Tide headquarters, baby. There's phones ringing all the time. Phones ringing. If you know what's going on, it's because of this George plug. Yeah. You're welcome. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So people are, are, people are, are hot, right for, the hot for the George. Hot for the George. That's the tagline. <laughs> I think. I think. I think you guys are trending. Yeah. Well, it happens, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know all about it. I don't need to tell you. Uh, yeah. Social media is real strong. Hashtag George. Um, yep. So what's so? Where are you sitting the night at the game? You're gonna watch the Strohs lose and see the Rangers winning on the scoreboard. And where? You, what angle are you gonna see that from? Uh, tonight I got I got a section 455, which is uh, where they Sounds let all the close. homeless people wander into the game. 
<laughs> um, so it's way on up there. Is that outfield? Fourth, yeah, fourth the level. Quarantine zone. So for the Astros, like, is it kind of like most of the, like uh, most of our, you know, Division three teams? You know, after the fourth inning, you get in for free. Is that the same thing with the Astros? Can you just like wander in there after the fourth inning and buy some beer? Yeah, not usually, you know, especially midweek, but tonight's dollar hot dog night, which is kind of like a Oh, a so it's sold out. It's sold out. Yeah. It's, it's going to be sold out. So Say, you no, got the say no more, Darren. Say no more. <laughs> you got to get there early for that Pokemon Go event tonight, too. Yeah, you know, that's not till next week, but uh, I heard that I heard the Rangers had a real good turnout for that Pokemon Go <laughs> I'm watching the game here last night as I'm working on this painting, and I look up the screen, and they're showing in the courtyard – past center field there's just people roaming around look at their phones and the guy like kind of the announcer guys like talking to him and they're doing a pokemon event oh my god and i get this text from baron baron you guys have a pokemon go event at the right i go dude sh- I, you don't even need, i don't even need to talk about it and then he goes well, that's all right we have one next week at our stadium oh we need an event flood tide go. what's bad is Paul's trying to say, man, it's just a bunch of kids out there having fun. And I'm like, dude, no, I'm watching it. It's 40 to 50 year old men and women it was. walking around with fanny fanny pack. It was throwing throwing pokeballs at each other. Uh, dude, I went out to the beach like middle of the night, you know, full moon the other night, and there were kids walking around all over the fucking beach looking for Pokemon. It was insane. Well, I hate the argument. Well, I hate the argument. They're like, well, at least the kids are getting out. They're not getting out. Yes, they're walking around in the outdoors, yeah. but they're staring at their phones, which is the worst way to get out that's possible to get out. Like, when I see somebody pull yeah, out a they phone... They got off the couch, and they're starting to walk into the street and get hit by buses yeah. and like, airplanes and all other sorts of things. John vehicles how, Walking off cliffs. How about find a real reason to go outside and look for shit? Like, I don't know, fishing. Yeah. Well, it's a pretty like, good yeah, one. Like a geocaching like a tailing, thing. Tailing redfish. Yeah, like I Pontiac. See if you can find one of them and, and catch it. It's a lot harder than throwing a right. pokeball That's at right. it. I dig it. Slide on your favorite pair of jorts and go catch a fish. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. Tubing. Tubing. I mean, there's so many cool things to do outdoors that don't involve Pokemon. I just don't understand how all of a sudden this is like the savior of kids to uh, get them outside. Like, there's so much cool shit to do outside. Like, just standing around drinking beer under a shade tree is badass. Why you need That's Pokemon for that? We didn't even have Pokemon. Yeah. Hell yeah. You just drink beer under a shade tree and threw rocks at each other. Exactly. You used to play, uh, you know the knife game where you start with your your, your, your feet shoulder width apart and you stick the knife in the uh, ground and you keep moving your feet closer? That is ridiculous. That was, Isn't that game called Splits or something yeah, like that? Yeah, Splits or something like that. That was a good game. I always won. I never, I never even got one stitch from that game. <laughs> Well, guys, we got to wind this thing down. Uh, we got to get old Richard Queso on here and tap this thing off. Um, I got one more trivia question for you, Barry. That's, 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 let's do it. I'm great at these. I like it. Can a pitcher be credited with the victory if he doesn't even deliver a pitch to a batter? He's on Can a pitcher be credited with a victory? Mm. Even if he doesn't deliver a pitch to a batter? Yes. Man, trying to think of a scenario where he would actually be brought in. He could be credited with a loss. I don't think so, man. I mean, I feel like your answer is yes because you want me to say no, but yeah, I'm going to say no. Well, Baron, all it says on the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the scenario is, I guess, He's on the team. So I'm, am I two for two? Here's the scenario, I think. Let's say top of the fifth, they're down, so that pitcher that comes in the fifth, 
he's the guy that starts the new inning. He comes in to face a batter. They do a switch, and they go to the lefty, and they want to do a pitch. Well, he's technically the first pitcher they put in that inning, so maybe he gets the win. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that, man. I don't know. Call 1983 uh, Trivia Pursuit people, and I guess they – I love how it just says yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, thanks, buddy. 50, thanks for 50. getting on with us. It's either yes or no. Yeah, thanks for having me, fellas. You be, you be careful on that long, lonesome road now. Stay between the lines. Yep. Bye, Baron. Yep. I don't even know where I am right now. You guys got me lost. <laughs> Y'all be yes. good. Yeah. Baron Boyette, everyone. Thanks, bud. Making a lot of ragged. Making a lot of ragged. Sorry. There you go. All right. There he is. Bus. He's gone. He gone. So. That was fun. I like all Baron because it's not just a like, hey, what kind of fish do you catch down there? Quick, like know. you can actually we have a conversation with Baron. We got a wide range of characters that we do. Oh yeah, we've we'll, definitely got some people. They're all good. They're all good. They're all different. All right, so we're gonna do queso here. Yeah, let's or? just get all queso. Let's not take another break. Let's get queso yeah. out of here. Let's I got just it. Do the letters. Yeah. Let's just do the letters. What letters? All these letters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not going to do I know we were going to have him rant a little bit, but we don't No. Need We've heard enough of Queso lately. Let's just, yeah. let's just let him have his letters. All right. I will ask him a couple questions, though, before he starts the letter. Yeah. And normally we would have Scoop do a little uh, advertisement before the, this, but, well, like we told you, we Can't don't know it. where Scoop is. So we're going we're gonna to try to find Scoop next week. So for now, you just have to survive with a song. All right, Paul, you ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Well, hello there, Flood Tide fans. This is your favorite international, multinational, international fishing superstar. What's up, Richie? Richie Queso, that's who it is. All right, I'm here to answer questions for my mail hey, sack. Rich, hold on a second. What's, what's up, buddy? This, How we doing? This, this George are looking good, son. Well, I'm really excited about the George Initiative. Uh, I've always, always hated and felt wasteful by throwing my old jeans away. If I only ever had a program as special as the George Initiative where I could send it in and get something else made out of it, like, I don't know, shorts? I, I mean... I wouldn't even. I would have so many pairs of flood tide George right now, but I, it wasn't around. I mean, I was born in the seventies, and, and stuff just didn't exist like that. It wasn't really it's an hot. option. It's hot out. It's hot out Man, here. It's just a hot look. We need some yeah. shorts. I mean, yeah. they're cool. I, I mean, as a professional fisherman, it's important for me to look my best every day on the water because I represent companies and stuff. I mean, people pay me money to go out there and show off their products. And you got so to be comfortable. It's, yes, it's hard to do that when you're sweating because your fancy fishing pants just make your balls all get all sweaty. I heard you came back with a big goose egg this year from uh, new sponsors from ICAST. No, that is not true, Paul. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, that's what uh, well, Brad Chipman said earlier. Well, Brad Chipman just clicked stickers. I'm an actual professional fisherman, okay? Uh, I actually saw new new things with uh, with Zebco, and I did have to part ways with with the crappy Mr. Crappy people because they had uh, what was his name, the Bobby Curlaw or whatever. Me and him have some old beef involving a girl and up in Minnesota. It was a whole thing. How'd that I don't Plano want to talk about it. Plano contract turned out great, and it was good timing too because I needed so many new bar 
boxes. All my boxes were like falling apart. So Plano got me some new plastic, which was great. Uh, it had, you know, it was a really tiring show. I was busy the whole time. I did come by the flood tide booth. We took some pictures. Remember that we put them on the internet with the, the Flyfish Journal. I don't even know what that is, but he gave me a hat, so I wore it. You know how it is when you when you oh, get yeah. to a, oh, you get a certain level of fame. Sometimes you just yep. you just do favors for people. You wear hats and you, yeah, you, you take pictures. Know. You don't even know what it is. So we're going to answer some questions. Of what are we going to do? All right. I'm going to dig down and deep in the mail sack, pull out something, see what pops out the top. All right. This is uh, from Jeff Siegel. Dear Richard, I fish for stripers on Long Island, Yankee. How do I drink a beer when I need to keep stripping my line? Appreciate the advice. P.S. Are you at the flood tide? Well, uh, Jeff, yes, I am at the flood tide. That's the only reason you be hearing my voice on this. Uh, but uh, I, I get the reference to Mama Puckett. It was funny, kind of in a way, except for that it wasn't funny. Um, uh, how do you drink beer when you keep stripping? I don't know uh, what it's like on Long Island because I, I don't gen- you know, generally venture into the northern lands, uh, especially uh, northern lands surrounded by freezing cold oceans like Long Island is. Um, so... You know, I don't know what you see or don't see. I know you live on an island, so it might be a little isolated from, you know, popular culture. But they have these things called beer hats. You know, they look like, look like a, uh, a construction helmet with, with some cup holders and a straw attached to it. Um, that's how I solve that problem. Of course, you know, here in the south where we do real fly fishing, uh, we really just cast and strip like once or twice to feed a fish that we see. Uh, but I understand that's that you... That's great insight. That is a good idea. But you Yankees, I understand that you guys have to like plod along and wade along the beaches in your waders because it's cold even in July and sling out your line and drag it along and hope that some stripper might be nearby. In that case, a beer hat would be great. It holds two beers at a time. That means that by the time you finish that, you know, every 10 or 15 minutes, you can reload your beer hat and you're good. You strap a fishing all day, baby. We use those at the rodeo out west. That would be fine out west, too, with the little trout weenies. But what I'm saying is, like, if you're not involved in real fishing, like tarpon or permit or bonefish or breadfish, you know, you, you should you should look into these accessories that might help you. Um, so thanks, Jeff. That was a really helpful question uh, for a lot of you trout weenies and Yankees. Uh, next question comes from an Andrew Nelson at The Laughing Fly. The Laughing Okay, never mind. Um, dear Richard Queso, recently I attended a fly tying class named, led by a man named Duncan Millsap. He pulled me aside after the class and invited me to go on a hosted trip. He was running in Key West. I think I'm the only one he invited. He also said all of my expenses will be paid and I wouldn't regret it. If you were me, would you go on this trip? Thanks, Andrew. Well, Andrew... I was similarly approached uh, one time by a man to go on a trip with him. Uh, turns out I was only like 12 at the time, and you know I was just getting started being an international superstar in fishing. Uh, at the time, I was really just mainly just brim fishing in my granddaddy's backyard. But you know, hey, you got to start somewhere. And a man came by with a van and invited me, and he said he'd give me all the candy I could eat if I wanted to, you know, take a tour around town so he could show off my fishing expertise. Um, I declined, uh, just mainly because my grandmama was hollering from the front porch and wouldn't let me get in the van. But, you know, maybe this sounds good. Uh, that Duncan Millsap fella, I, I seen him on the, uh, oh, well, I heard him on the, the podcast. Uh, I was sneaking in the back, stealing beer out of cooler, and I heard him in the front room uh, recording stuff with Paul. Um, he did seem a little shady. 
Well, you know, the man's got a van and a free trip to Key West, Paul. I mean, I, I look, Mr. Uh, Mr. Nielsen, I, I don't know, uh, you know, your personal situation, but as long as you're like a full-grown man and can defend yourself and you don't drink anything that's been opened before somebody handed it to you, I think it'd be a fair yeah. trade. Let's like, I mean, let's, let's, let's go fishing, yeah. yeah. Like, just open your own beers. Uh, order your own food and take it from the waitress yourself. Uh, otherwise, I think it's a fair trade. I, I don't see any problem with this. Get on in the bus with Duncan. Yeah, what, I, I don't see go. any problem with this. Okay, well, it was nice uh, nice reading some emails. Look, uh, as always, uh, we are always looking for real emails from people out there in the world listening to us because, you know, we don't just want to talk in the microphone for our own goodwill. So email us at the flood tide, info at thefloodtideco.com or you could email us at the Belly Live Sessions uh, on Facebook or on Instagram now we are at Barely Live Sessions, the Barely Live Sessions. Uh, feel free to leave a message there. There's, there's all kinds of ways to get your questions in. How about uh, pound sign Barely Live Matters? We even have our own hashtag. Oh, sorry, they call them hashtags. It's a hashtag now, Paul. you got to stay with the times. This is why you're not a professional fisherman, Paul. The hashtag is incredibly important. to fit. Look, the, the official Barely Live uh, hashtag is hashtag barely live matters. Not lives, but barely live matters. Uh, hashtag that on your fishing pictures. Hashtag that on anything. You never know what we might do. We might talk about your picture. We might give you something free for it. But here's the deal. If you want to be on Richard Queso's show, you need to email Richard Queso. All right? So email me up, uh, and we will get it to you. And you get 20% off of your flood tide order. That is cute. Key. Unless you are pro, bro, you are not getting a deal. So just send me a question. Uh-huh. You get so, instant deals, baby. Instant do you, deals. Do you get 20% off your first order of jorts? So your $25 jorts are separate deals. I have separate to hand. Hey, Richard Casey was hand cutting now, each one of these jorts. So that's a separate what if, deal. What if you hand deliver them to your. If you just want a pair, of, if you just want a pair of jorts, man, I can we can work something out off the air if you would like. <laughs> my my jorts are are um, being delivered as we speak. So, okay, well, you know we, we can work out special scenarios. But there's a comment field on the form, which is on the Barely Live Sessions Facebook page. Please fill that out. I'll make sure and fill. And that. If you have special concessions that you would like us to consider, please put them in the comment field. It is not that hard. All right. Is What's there a case? character limitation on the comment field? Is, is, is the character limitation is the bottom of the page? Okay, it's actual paper. All right, <laughs> we are going. And which case it was out. I love y'all. Bye. Well, we did it. Yeah, that was another one. Richard was on fire today. We Woo. did it. Uh, sans Will. So I, that's hard to do. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I miss Will. A lot going on. Uh, what's a lot going on? We gotta upload this thing. Never been done before. No, I don't think it has. I think we're pretty close to doing something. Never been done before. Oh, we somehow made it almost two hours, which is borderline too long. But hey, if you listen to it, you listen to it. I don't know. What Actually, to all of ours are like a buck forty, buck fifty. Yeah, so buck what's actually perfect though? I think. But we always end up like a buck fifty. How did we, so. how did we go this long? Because we had a lot to say, Paul. It's been a while since people have heard from us. It's been two weeks. It's been a while. Schlisky business. We're signing off. Schlisky son. I've got updates coming up right now. Paul wishes those were flipped out orders.
All right, we're out. We love you guys in the mouth. Touch it with a ten foot pole. (laughs) I can't stop this thing.